Oh, and I'm also going to talk about Trey Song. Because I have been engrossed in his album for the last week straight. You need to keep your panties on. on My panties are on. Okay, but we're going to talk about it. Because I got some shit to say about it. Are we recording? You said what? Are we recording? Yes, ma'am. You're not, you not about to sit up here and talk about Trey Songz. We're about to talk about Trey Songz because, first off, people don't... You think we don't appreciate him? Niggas don't appreciate the we art. We don't so, because he is... He's like a little teeny bopper. It. So let me talk about this teeny bopper. He didn't do it like us. Did. Uh, oh, no. Actually, in my it. opinion, he's doing it a little bit better. Wow. Wait, 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 that is blasphemy. That's, that's a not little bit, a little bit better than doing you. it a little bit better. Usher. Here's oh, no. the deal. Right. Here's we the deal. We Here's the deal. It. I got to stop you. No, 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 no. You can't hey, you stop me. Let me get my thought. Let me get my thought out. Remind me of a girl. That I <laughs> not even once knew what vocals. that was the shit. It was, and, but you gotta go all the way back to. Oh, oh right, right. You, you gotta, gotta go, go back, back to. Uh, to man, uh, the song my that, way. Yes, yes. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The one is seven. But what was the first? But what was the first song though that came out in that album? When he was on like a guitar or something like that, y'all remember? That? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Man, come on, man, y'all know oh that song guitar? because like that he changed. Penny for the your game. thoughts? No, no. Uh, uh, you remember? Bad time. Uh, 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 so oh, a new, new relationship. relationship. Oh, that way. What? Yeah, my way. Oh, that was. Yeah, it was my that, way. No, that wasn't my way. That was called uh, You Make Me Wanna. You Make, you make Me, me wanna. wanna. That's the one. Yeah, see, yeah. Wanna that was fire. With. I kind of feel like he changed the game. He did, he did. He paid the way album for was dope. Trey. Chris and Penny Chris for Brown. your thoughts. Well, well, really more Chris Brown on the dance and shit. Wait, what? Like, like who, I feel who did like. What? Like uh, Usher paved the way for, for Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. He, he really paved the way for, for Trey. Trey. Yes, Trey, Trey it was R. He Kelly. He doesn't have to dance. For Trey, it was R. Kelly. Like Trey right, is right, a younger right, Kale. Right. And that's that's just really what but it Kale's is. But Kale's was never a teenage heartthrob. He wasn't. Now let me tell you, I'm yes, about to speak to this. Mm, First off, he he's got a case. Exactly. Listen, listen. Or he's got a case. But let me let me talk a little bit to this. Okay. Okay. So. Yes, thank you. Your manners. Your mother would be proud. I'm working on them. Okay, God knows. God, God loves you. <laughs> right. So, okay, so Trey Songs, I'm going to say that just to give some back, because see, let me tell y'all something. These motherfuckers here on this podcast, all of them, mine and Omar, okay, who is not with us today. God rest his soul. He is alive <laughs> still. Thank <laughs> my shit. I praise God that I don't have to deal with that shit today. But, um... You a hater. I ain't no hater. I'm just saying. That motherfucker is a job. He is a project. Okay. He is a job. I gotta get my mind right all day just to deal with him for, what, an hour and some change? So, listen. So, I wasn't always into Trey songs. I thought the same thing that y'all thought. Like, this was back when Trey had the braids. This was... um right. What is it? What's the song? Um, I don't want to leave. Leave that tray. But I got to go made, right Real now. talk. Just sidebar. <laughs> oh, he made the ugliest face. Yeah. yeah. The ugliest singing face the I ugliest have ever R&B seen. The ugliest R&B face. When he was saying, I don't want to leave. And for anybody listening that has never seen the video, <laughs> oh, watch that pause video. it. I promise you. It's like, I don't want to leave. It 
was like, but you, <laughs> but you know, that y'all could cut away. Big no. show face. Yo. Big show face. No, because right. it was big a shot face. on him singing by whatever. He was very passionate. He very passionate right. about it. Right. But that was, you know, I can't help but wait, Trey. Right. Okay. And I wasn't into him at that point. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until my brother, who, the, if it's one thing we can vibe off of and relate to together, is music. Okay. 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 He usually puts me on to some really good shit. Okay, Brian. And he told me, right, right. High five, nigga. High five, Brian. Um, he told me, he's like, so you don't listen to Trey songs? And I found that odd because I'm like, here's this guy mm-hmm. that I know that's not mm. soft in that way at right. all would get mad. Like, we've gotten into it about me listening to some soft ass shit and he got to hear it. <laughs> <Right>. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like brother, trying to argument. tell me. Why I ain't listen to it? I'm like, you listen to him for real? I'm like, I'm not into him. He's like, well, I'm into his mixtape shit. So I'm going to send you some of his shit. I, w- I want you to listen to it. Man changed the game for me on him. And then the very next thing that came out was his Ready album where he had shaved off the braids. And it was a whole new different type of track. Mm. Now, was I was that, impressed. Was that the album when it was like, go girl? Yeah, yeah, that one. Ah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually when he kind of officially that's when he hit the hit the scene. Right, that's when he hit the Euro scene, right. pretty much. When mm-hmm. that shit because that song went number one uh, around the world. Right. It's yeah. like it's like you have to have a number one song gotta, in order for people to gotta fully hit Europe. You, right. If mm-hmm. Europe ain't fucking with it, right. You're no one. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're and, no and one. And you'd be amazed. You can skate off of one number one, one single number one. for like pretty much your whole life. Like because what it's almost like it's almost like the going viral of music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like once you go viral, it brings in all these other artists. Uh oh. Got some, got some music stuff going on over there, Casey. I forecasted <laughs> that. You did. She did. <laughs> but but no, it's 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 almost like a um like going it's, it's it's just like the going viral of music, I think, where mm-hmm. you bring in so many new artists. I mean, not artists, so many new listeners that mm-hmm. you can kind of almost skate off of that. Like, do you all know that Sir Mix-A-Lot is still making money to this day off of yes. I Like Big Butts? And I'm not even just talking about royalties. I mean... He can book shows and get ten, fifteen thousand yes. dollars a show. Do you know crazy. Pink Very and Britney so. Spears and them are all singing their old shit yes. still? Oh, I believe it. Yep. All in, in doing Europe together. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Together. So it's definitely crazy. you're mm-hmm. right. It's definitely a going viral if you can do you can get a number one hit mm-hmm. worldwide. Mm-hmm. That is very um, important. As far as sustainability, when it comes down to an artist, mm-hmm. right? So with Trey. He did ready. You're not getting ready to keep smacking into this mic. That's what you're not going to do. I'm sorry. I'm trying to replace the taste of whiskey right now in my life. First of all, you've been smacking this whole podcast uh, series, but we recognize that you are not, you're alcohol free right now. First off, I ain't perfect. God's still working on me. (laughs) And the smack is not like, It's aggressive. It's aggressive. You are persecuting me at this point. Right now, FYI, for anyone that's listening, this is is new I love you, Brittany. This is is detox, Brittany. That's why she angry. Right. Angry, angry all day. Let me tell you something. Pause, Trey, one second. I'm going to come back. 
I've been angry all weekend, okay? And I really think because of the lack thereof of sugar. Let me tell you, sugar is a hell of a drug, okay? Because when you come down off that shit, it takes weeks to bounce back, okay? Uh. Weeks. Like, I've had this headache going now for like a week and a half. And and the white lady at work, you know, she's all holistic and everything. And I appreciate it because you need someone like that in your life to let yes. you know you're not going to die. Sure. And like your head not going to explode because that's how you feel. Mm. And she's like, it's okay. You just kick in the habit. That's just what it is. She's like, you'll be fine. Just keep drinking the water. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but don't your body need glucose? No. Like, don't I need that? <laughs> no, you don't. Before I be walking around here type two. <laughs> need some insulin and shit. You keep drinking it, you're going to be type that's two. That's true. So it's it's been a struggle, but I'm, I'm getting through it. Jesus is with me. Um, okay, so resume Paul. Resume Trey. Okay. So get to it, Jeff. I'm trying to. You keep interrupting That's not me. me. That's not me. So Brittany, you were interrupting yourself. I was not. First yes. off, you all keep taking little side shit and, and distracting me. You from did the that point. yourself. Okay. Listen. Go ahead. Child. So look. Okay, so I got into Trey after ready, and then I went back to, you know. Uh, Wonder Woman and all that stuff and I realized like oh man he is really talented and I'm I'm the same as my brother I'm really into his mixtapes mm. the things that he does that he releases that's free that is not his um his main you know work album. of art yeah. main album mm-hmm. that he's doing commercial wise right so I've been to a couple of his shows and a couple huh it, Listen, I've driven to see Trey, and I don't care, okay? (laughs) Say what you want. People don't give him his credit. Now, the last show that I went to was a Valentine's Day show at the Chicago Theater here downtown in Mm. Chicago, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, I didn't get front row seats, um, which was fine. Um, I was pregnant at the time, so he didn't need to see me like that. But... um, (laughs) She and I was big hell. too. I was big too. But it was a Valentine's Day show, and I didn't want to miss it. He mm-hmm. had just released the album, and I was excited about it. So I got the chance to go, and um, I really enjoyed the show. However, at the front row, Trey seemed a little thrown off to the point where, like, um, it affected the show. He knew you weren't there. No. Okay. We'll, go, we'll come back to that. But in the front row, it was like all these fucking kids. Oh. Now, it's Valentine's Day. It's a Tuesday. It's late as shit. And you got a thousand kids in the front row. So while Trey up there trying to get gross and nasty, I mean, he ain't R. Kelly. <laughs> That's funny. You know, yeah. he's, he stopped himself to the point where he actually sat down and just sang. Mm. He even said, don't y'all got school tomorrow? Nigga, yeah, they do. Like, who but you, you? You sing to these little hood rats. But that no. is your audience but and that's what's fucked up because i blame the parents let me tell you something i will fuck my daughter up if she come to me and say she likes trey songs if she's 15 he seems young i'm not saying that he is when he came out he was young when he came out he was what it sounds like though is it sounds like you may have created a child off of trey (laughs) so You listen, know, listen. you got Trey babies right now, right? Like they they were listening to Trey in the womb. See, so how do they not come out and love? And here's them? the deal. You know? Here's the deal. <laughs> Plenty of young girls like boy bands that's that true. are older than that's them. true. And that's the, if that's but the case, ain't Trey songs. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about like 
ABC, BB, well, ABC was young as shit, but like BBD, they were adults by the time. ABC was a little raunchy too, weren't they? They were for their yeah. age, absolutely. I mean, they, they talked about kid shit, but it made you question Aisha was like aggressive. at any given moment, right? Yeah, she was a little aggressive. <laughs> they gonna it pop was. off and start talking about rubbing titties. You're right, gonna be like, like whoa. Whose babies are these? <laughs> My thing is that. Little nigglets. Get these little nigglets out of here. They could be into him as an artist because he has a lot of commercial right. shit right. that kids you'll find them singing mm-hmm. which is fine but as parents you gonna pay a hundred dollars a head and take mm. them to see him live gyrate and get no, fucking naked but and shit little girls will go and see stuff like that. i mean not not to say that i don't disagree but like uh tevin campbell, campbell he was uh the little teen heartthrob or whatever he sang love Maybe songs. We should work it out. Yes. It did. Don't but what I'm saying fight. is the level. Here's the deal. Like, yeah, that's true, but it wasn't to this level. Like, no, it wasn't. Trey is. Uh, but all is R&B a, is extra sexual now. So it it's is. Not and what even. I'm saying no, is, really parents. It's not, though. A lot of me, it is. Well, well, it is. The bulk but, of it is. Well, okay, black R&B. And, and one I, of the points that what, I'll say. What you talking about, Sam Smith? <laughs> well, okay. What well, other R and B? Another what? conversation. Man, them white boys over in the UK. Sam Smith. That, no, people like Sam Smith. Okay, yeah, because the one I'm talking about specifically is two gentlemen, uh, Jordan Rakai. Let me go ahead and put some people up on on some mm. new artists. Okay, right, Jordan Rakai mm-hmm. and Tom. I believe his last name is Mish. I'm talking now, about these commercial guys. Artists. These guys, I think, are. And, and, and see what's about to happen. I think to R and B is the same thing that I think will eventually happen with hip hop as well. Which is, if we're not careful, we're going to lose it. Like, and mm-hmm. by lose it, I mean Sam Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or Love like Adele. Adele. You know what I'm saying? Like, you 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 have certain artists overseas that are big fans of our music, but they're taking it back to like that real quality kind of crooning mm-hmm. where it's not all hypersexualized. Mm-hmm. And then when they get this commercial success, they're not only getting awards, you know, but then they're like attractive white people, right? And they're mm-hmm. selling to predominantly white audiences. Mm-hmm. And that's when we slowly start to get pushed out of an art form that we created because we're not being as, as um, I guess, beholden to the, the, tradition of it you know like if the you roots. listen to you jordan yeah like jordan Rakai, like it reminds you of baby face right you know in terms of the just women do a good job like like solange with her okay. album that came out right. actually which a lot of people slept on tiana taylor her most recent one her was, most recent was, album yes classic r&b but it was before mm. the fade video so a lot of people didn't. didn't you said before. Oh, okay, yeah. Gotcha. She wasn't. So she wasn't the, they the Tiana Taylor. Because gotcha. a lot I'm of people. Kinda, you didn't like it. I ain't listened to it. Okay, I you didn't listen like, to it. I so that's fan of Tiana. Because you don't. She was amazing and fade. Like she <laughs> okay. really, she really got <laughs> my vote there. But I just, I'm just not. A big why see, you gonna see, tell us why? Need, Britney needs ratchetry. She yeah. needs to see some asses jiggling or crazy songs. Tiana got plenty of ratchetry. Does she? She she ratchet. Tiana's ratchet. But, 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 I mean, well, clearly after Fade, because, I mean. <laughs> no, she And that was an amazing video. Let's 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 be clear. First <laughs> off, the song she was flat. dope, right? Like, yeah. that was house music. Like, right. that was yeah. well, first Kanye off, doing it for, for the shy. You yeah, know? and everybody knows Isaac and house music, boy. 
You right, got his vote. Right. Jessica Wainwright, when she sent uh, <laughs> the, the, the Drake song yeah. in the yeah. thread, she was like, Isaac, have you heard uh, the new Drake album? I was like, no, nah, no, nah, yeah, she like track five. You'll thank me later. <laughs> you're welcome. Right, you're welcome. So I immediately went in, and as soon as it started, I was like, my nigga. I was like, yep. It she started does. off, I was like, yes. Right. I was, I was a big fan of that song. Yeah, okay, so let me finish my story. Album. Okay, go oh. ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. We're talking so, about Trey for 20 minutes. Come on. <laughs> Jesus, I'm trying to get it out. So, um, okay, so he was really appalled by the little bitches. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> This is this is not drinking Britney, by the way. Right, <laughs> right. Call us up by the kids, little bitch. <laughs> little bitch. That's I funny. was pissed. Like y'all fucked up my money. I came for a show. I'm pregnant. I need this. <laughs> what the fuck? Go home. Do some homework. Don't you got a science project, dude? <laughs> Shit. Okay. So and at the end of the day, I appreciated that. He just sat down and just finished singing. Don't be shaking your dick all in front of the damn little bitch. They're gonna be pregnant in a few years anyway. So Okay, I haven't been able to make his last couple of shows recently um, over the last, like, maybe two years because I just had shit to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a parent and shit, so, you know, priorities and shit. (laughs) But this show, I'm like, hashtag priorities and shit. (laughs) So, but this show, I said, fuck that shit. I'm not missing it. Not to mention the fact that this album, Tremaine, was outstanding to me. Mm. Like, he really... He just sings, and that's what I like. Like, I like the ratchet shit. I like you being nasty mm-hmm. and talking gross and mm-hmm. getting all aggressive. <laughs> but you got to be able to hold a tune with that aggressiveness and Absolutely. shit, you know? Says the woman who talks about domestic violence at least so, once. Every episode. Wait, wait. So, at least. <laughs> She's like, I need you to get a little aggressive right. and shit. Like, just oh, you know, slap it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh, my God. <laughs> One good time. Choke real quick. Out. Just real quick. Be like, come here. <laughs> oh, okay. You're serious. Okay. So, <laughs> guess what? what? Guess where the show is? Chicago. Here, bitch. Okay. But guess where? <laughs> oh shit! Um, Ravinia. Chicago theater. No. Would you be real? Don't make me angry. Northernly Island. <laughs> is it? Is is it somewhere ratchet like Adriana? Oh shit! shit? No, be Regal. I can't stand. Stop it! <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> To the both of you. <laughs> Disgraceful. I hope okay, you not listening. Is that the promontory? No. Oh. Girl, if it was at the promontory, we'd be having a whole nother conversation. <laughs> McKinney. Right. Call that nigga back. <laughs> McKinney, right. we don't need I you to told come you, on back. Like, listen, face card remember that favor I told you about? Right. No, it's at the House of Blues. Oh, so right. you know the House of Blues has an age limit on that bitch. Mm. So if so it's he can seventeen be nasty. and oh, girl, I can't wait. He's going to okay. be nasty. So it's seventeen and over, which I I appreciate. Like That's I wish it. I knew him so I could high five him. I started to DM him like high five nigga on the seventeen and over venue. That's all I want to say. So it's but only wait. seventeen. Yeah, it's just seventeen and over. But so get this though. So what? Did you have to have like a? I wristbands and shit yeah in order uh, to who's drink? 21 yeah right pretty much mm. but get this so his tickets went on sale he had a pre-sale on the 28th for uh tremaine for his trey's angels mm-hmm. then he had a pre-sale on the 29th for pandora and then one on the 30th for citibank um if you were a citibank customer of some sort mm. and then the tickets went on sale friday the 31st so i had you went and got let a- me tell you something Capital One uh, card so that you can, or no. Citibank card so that you can get the tickets. I am a Citibank member, oh. so I had that passcode. Gotcha. Um, I am a Pandora 
premium mm. listener, so okay. I have that passcode. Okay. And I'm also Trey's angel. So I had all three passcodes for the... I'm um, not even going to ask you what Trey's angels are. We'll talk about it later right offline. So, oh, Lord. So get this. Really questionable. During, <laughs> during the pre-sales, they allot a certain amount of tickets for each pre-sale. Okay. Right? They don't let all the tickets be available, just a certain amount. So during the pre-sale, all the tickets had sold out. I was watching it every day. And then on the 31st, the tickets went on sale in its entirety at 10 a.m. By 12, gone. Mm. Tickets gone. You cannot buy a ticket to the show right now unless you go through a second-party vendor. So like mm. a StubHub oh, or right. a Vivid okay. Seats or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. People don't talk about that type of shit. They always be like, Trey, oh, he's all right, whatever, fuck him, this and that or whatever. But this nigga's out here selling out shows. Like, his shit went on sale and it was gone within a matter of hours, which I thought was pretty awesome. Especially for Chicago, seeing as we're assholes. (laughs) But then again, he's not from here, so you know how we do. But point is, I'm excited for this show. Mm -hmm. It's happening May 4th. I will be there front and center. Mm. I know all my words. All I'm my ready. words. Mm. I'm ready. I'm I excited. Know all the words. And it's general admission. Mm. Oh, so Standing right. Room. So it doesn't. You don't need VIP. You don't need any no. of the extra shit. Oh, that's gonna be interesting. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, general admission. It's crazy. I have a and question for y'all. What? I'm sorry. The fuck? Okay, you what? I mean, we not done talking about Trey. I'm done. I I'm mean, just saying. Because he is not that interesting. <laughs> Are you kidding me? For 20 minutes. This I don't want to leave. <laughs> Stop making that face. <laughs> I promise you, it was something like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, he went full that retard. Meant he was really that nigga he went was full retard. Hashtag <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Right. <laughs> full <laughs> retard. Go full retard. Nigga, he did not go full retard. <laughs> I promise you. I, I am so mad you said that. Do y'all feel like. We overreacted on the uh, Maxine Waters situation. Mm. I know. What do you mean? That we overreacted. So, do you know, you know the story. Bill O'Reilly came for for Auntie. Uh, (laughs) And the the entire church came up. It was like, oh no. We riseth up. We riseth up. Everybody was like, no, we're not. It was like, do not come for my Auntie. Uh, he said, I didn't hear a word she said. I was looking at the James Brown wig now. Right. Is Bill O'Reilly a racist? I mean, Bill Absolutely. O'Reilly is a racist because is, of a whole bunch of other shit uh, oh. well before then. <laughs> you know. Is he a piece of shit? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's is a he a bigot, a sexist, all that? Yes. Yeah. Was this something that we needed to revolt about well okay so it's i feel like when people put the target on their backs Mm -hmm. they deserve to be shot at you know and and everything is very combative right now Mm -hmm. and as much as i don't like to be the person to just have fake outrage i don't believe in fake outrage that's what i'm asking Um, like is this fake outrage? well well no i think what it is is sometimes you circle the wagons you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we're, we're in a very different, the, the climate nowadays is very different than it was in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, Trump is, is taking shots at everybody, and he's been the biggest buffoon from the moment that and he bully. first, you know, and bully mm-hmm. from the moment that he announced his campaign. And sure. so I feel like we, we need to spar. 
Yeah. You know, and 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 I don't think we need to leave any comment unchallenged or any stone unturned. That's why I love Angela Rye. Mm-hmm. I, one of my uh, friends was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about her. I was like, listen, I like the fact that she's smart as a whip, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, and I, I hate to use this word because of its connotation, mm-hmm. but but she she got a little sass with her too, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's, you she's, know they got a new hashtag for. What, what do they say? The, the wokest bay. Oh, oh, that, oh yeah. is that what she is? Wokest bay. Okay, because I'm telling you, like <laughs> yeah, she, she's dope. She yeah. challenges these people, yeah. and she does it the same way that they do it, where mm-hmm. she can go toe to toe with you, and they're you, not ready for it, and they're not ready for it. But mm-hmm. then she's unapologetically mm-hmm. black, and I'm like. These and are the com- sisters comes, I comes up with, with facts. Comes like with she's facts. not just being Hashtag sassy. facts, right? right. She's not because arguing. You know, that's what the she white people shit. do. Right. Yep, the white yep. people they say shit and they don't back it up. See, Did one you thing say right. the white people, the white people, <laughs> plural. <laughs> because this is fucked up. Let me tell you, when we are in school, we learn when we're learning English. Right? Mm. You're in English class. You're in rhetoric when you're in college and shit, and you're taught to write in a proper standard in a proper format. So anything that you say, you must support it right. with supporting evidence, yeah. right? Yeah. You must give... You got to cite your source. You got to cite your source. You have to give recognition right. to where you found it. I used to hate bibliography. Man, yeah. I hated that Nigga. shit. I'd be like, so you mean to tell me a bibliography is a reference page? Like, right. what the fuck, Damn, man? Just, like, call it one thing and let's And then you on. had to have, like, you had to have Citations. the... Citations. Yeah, well, but when you cited it, it would be the first line and the second line was indented. It. It's like, that's fam, well, first why off, is this like Are you this? MLA or APA? <laughs> right. Which format is your ass <laughs> right. using? Right. Because that's right. different of how you exactly cite your right. shit. right. Depends on what Your in-text you citations, to. your footer citations. Oh, my God. Header, footer, all that shit. We just know it out right now. Yes, right. It was, yeah, real uh, quick. But, so but my point to this is that you're taught and it's conditioning to you very young. I don't give a fuck. White, black, Asian, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. That when you write, you have to support that shit. Yeah. Okay, you have to give some shit to say, okay, why is this important? Mm-hmm. Why do we give a fuck? And why are you writing about this? Mm-hmm. And, and, where, it has to and be where did you get it? And where, where did you get it? Where did you get it? Where did you get it from? You can't just, just spout, right. spout right. things out. And exactly. That's, that's what she identifies. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I love about her because you're taking basic shit that you should know right. of, of structured argument and mm-hmm. structured fucking conversation, mm-hmm. and you're just doing that. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers are not even doing it. No, like they're just they're talking, no, and it makes you look fucking retarded. And they and they, and and they will make up a fact, <laughs> and because they can articulate it, what they was the sound like the, they know what they're talking. What was the name of the tragedy? Was it Greens? Was right. It, was it, was right. It Greens? The, the, the massacre of, of um, um, Green something, whatever. Right. Exactly. Greensboro, the Greensboro was something. It. And it was like, come on, y'all. Y'all know what I'm saying? But you know what? The reason that I had asked that I had asked. Okay. You know it. The reason that, that's it, right. That's why I asked <laughs> about well, Maxine uh, Waters is because, just like you said, I was trying to determine is this fake outrage and what concerns me about that. When, especially we as Black people, sometimes we often get outraged by things that don't deserve our attention as much as others. And so, my fear with that, because I agree with you, like we can't leave any of these stones unturned we have to attack them when we see them he attacked her physical instead of her character or her her thought process or whatever it was so i agree like he needed to be checked that's not in question but it's like 
there was a, a hashtag created, which shit, I was loving it because I've been black at work and that shit is. You say your whole life. You my whole black. life is black <laughs> like, at work. Nigga, I've been black my whole life. Man, I wish I could, I wish I could change it, but you know, it ain't, it ain't fact, possible. When that hashtag came out that day, I had to deal with some black at work shit. Oh, like, shit. This white lady tried I, to come for me. I was like, Debbie. Listen, <laughs> you sit down. You've been that, is such, but, that is such a typical. But, White girl right, name right, and, and I and Not I even think Deborah, that, but Debbie, right. So I think that my issue was, you know, instead of us, the way that we, and I think, you know, Charlamagne, and I know you don't really like him that much, but I, he had he had um, alluded to the fact that we are so powerful, and the fact that we can, re- if we really get behind something, mm-hmm. it can be a, an amazing movement, magical, right? And so to me, I'm thinking, you know. So while they're defunding all of our schools, while they're, you know, taking all these programs away, while they're, you know, throwing our kids in prison, while they're pumping our our communities full of guns and drugs, we're concerned about Bill O'Reilly attacking Maxie's hair, hair. which... Let's be all the way real. She is my auntie. Like she looks like oh, a church man. woman, and oh. I love Auntie oh. Maxine I got, Waters. I got at least and, at none and I, short of seven. That's just right. I and I'm not off. even saying that that you can't. I think our issue is you not gonna come for her. We can talk about her hair if we you, want to, but you're like, not getting ready to do it. Exactly. Right. That's Fuck just like you. my little my little sister. I ain't got no little sister, but right. I, this is an I example. can talk about her. You know, she ain't really. You know, she always like not matching and shit. <laughs> We accept it, but nigga, you not finna say shit about I it. I know the nigga slow. Don't say but shit. But call him a and see if I don't come over there and have some words for you. See if you don't catch these hands, nigga. I think you about to get this work. Right. I think that I see your point, Casey, that you know, maybe it was kind of one of those things that we could have just kind of like, uh, all I'm right. not saying we shouldn't. That's not what right. I, even what I'm, I'm but, getting but, at. But I, but I, I do hear what you're saying, though. Into into right, it, exactly. You know, like, like if it was we, a movement. I was just we, like, if we yo, create a movement about you really, know the, really, the prison really industrial important. system. My God, as opposed to but see, and I think that that's the threat sometimes of a lot of this stuff in pop culture is that. Sometimes the sexiest topics yeah. aren't always the most important ones, right. right? Like the 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 things that we need to be talking about aren't fun or won't trend mm-hmm. or you can't put a, a fun hashtag around. Like like for instance, and this is gonna seem skewed until I kind of elaborate a little bit, but like Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. right? Like that hashtag and to me the purpose behind it is so much bigger than yes. Blacks getting shot by sure. white police officers. Sure. It's yeah. we need to redefine that yes. with with one another yeah. yep. that, that we, we matter. matter. Yes. You know, so now I'm treating in, in you everything. all as people mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. I'm spending my black dollars at a black, and I'm not looking for the hookup. Yeah, because right. you matter mm-hmm. because you are providing me with service. Like it's so much bigger, but, but that's not sexy. That's not sexy. Mm-hmm. It's sexy when oh man. This this so this so kid down, who who right. should not have been shot, but probably was doing some crime, right? Like we're going to get laser focused in on that, and it's like, man, the topic. It's not saying we so shouldn't focus and, and it's on not that. saying we shouldn't, mm-hmm. but it's saying that we get caught on like what I would consider pop culture things sometimes. We do things that trend, and we miss moments or opportunities. I think that. We need to sit back and realize when we won certain battles. Okay. We don't recognize that. Let me tell you something about, about that. Yes. Let me tell you something about 
this Riley character here. Oh, Riley. Oh, Riley. Oh, man. We right. so won in this one. But go ahead. Anytime. At least this is what my mama has always, always told me. My mama and daddy. Mm-hmm. Anytime someone can't continue to basically hit you with facts. So if I'm arguing with you, Isaac, about something and I'm 100% right and you have run out of everything you can do to fucking defend it, defend what you're saying and you know I'm right, you have nothing else left as far as an argument is concerned. What is the next thing you're going to do? Got to start talking shit about you and as my a person, mama and mama. what I look right. like Snaps. and all that. Right. You're right. going to get right. up off the subject mm-hmm. because see you want to you want to divert the attention off the fact that you just lost, bitch. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to bring more attention to the fact that oh, your hair fucked up or damn, what is them pro wings? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, you right. know how motherfuckers So you're attacking do. me. You're attacking me because you have what nothing I, left. Yeah. You know that everything that I have said or mm-hmm. everything that I'm fighting for and everything that I'm, I'm fucking preaching about is mm-hmm. real and mm-hmm. it's true and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing else for you to say say about it but to right. talk about my fucking hair. Go ahead. Right. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. But why are you talking about but my it's hair? But laid though. Just because it's big as hell. <laughs> okay. Don't mean it ain't it's late. Done, I had a bitch. buddy. <laughs> I had a buddy that used to be brilliant at arguing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He may not have been the best debater, okay. but, but he had a technique where you go back and forth and I'm hitting him with facts or mm-hmm. like making my point. Mm-hmm. But let's say I embellish, right? Okay. Or or you know, just for the sake of hyperbole, just to show the absurdity of his argument. Mm-hmm. He would then take that one thing that I said Mm. and forget the entire totality of the argument. No, but you said a hundred, and really it was more like a thousand. You know, and then you're like, and then you're like, wait a minute, and then before you know it, we're arguing about this little dumb ass minuscule thing, and I'm like, yo, so you're right. You know, basically he was sending mixed signals. (laughs) Actually, I'm talking about Jesse. You know, no, no, Omar, Omar would just dig his hooves in the sand. Yeah. And and keep getting regardless like, if loud. he agrees with you, right. like he'll oh just he'll just stick to he'll his just guns. antagonize you. He'll it's just like antagonize Omar, you, and then and he'll then, just go no, in for a no, hug. But then, but then what he'll <laughs> right. do the next day is he'll wake up the next day and send me a long ass text message like, yeah, you know what, man, I was thinking about what you said, man, and you're right, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will reply like I'm about to block you. We were arguing for three hours. Three hours, three hours, you know, but it's funny because I feel like I bite the bait sometimes. And I'm like, yo, I should should be bigger than this. Yes. But I think only people who I care about Mm -hmm. are people who uh, have the potential to do stuff like this you right. know to me mm-hmm. like because well, i don't care about you then nine times out of ten yeah no i mean at the say. end of the day like i i loved what came out of the maxine water situation because it did empower women to speak on the issues that mm-hmm. they face at work um it brought light to a lot of shit bill o'reilly is getting sponsors pulled from his mm. show is he yes did not tell the, you that was gonna happen yes because see, sexual you, see, allegations came see, out see, and all I sorts of stuff is coming to light so i, I th- that's why i wanted to make certain that it was clear like i don't want to take away from this because i think it's important mm-hmm. but i did wonder like in that moment like really y'all like this is this is what we right. okay, yeah we just cool. need to be able to sit <laughs> but, back as a as a people and realize when we won certain shit now, and now, we don't have to address everything i agree not everything. but to that but to that point though um and this is why you know 
even though in some regards this may have been just more of like a personal thing, which is why we kind of went at it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to, you know, like my cousin once said, and obviously he ain't the <laughs> one that came up with this, but I always say this. And you're like, Isaac, you do know that he didn't invent that phrase. <laughs> he was like, you know, sometimes Ike, you got to get why the getting is good, you know. And, and, and that always makes me laugh because you take an opportunity, right? It's almost like, like um, what's his name, my Al Capone. Mm-hmm. Al Capone, when he finally went to jail, it wasn't for all the killing and the murdering and all the illegal activity. It was tax evasion, right? right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes when you're like, I need to get rid of this person that's been doing all of this heinous stuff, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like at work when they say, if you show up late, you know, it could lead, it's grounds for termination. Right. I'm the latest nigga always. on the planet <laughs> and I never get me. terminated. <laughs> but let me get into it with my boss one day. Right. And I've been late enough times to where they got a case on me. Right. Now they're going to use my time in attendance yeah. as grounds for terminating me. Right. When we know the truth is mm-hmm. it was when I told you to go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, and it was in subordination, but maybe yeah. I was right in saying that. Right. And you're like, I can't fire him for that. Right. I got to fire him for something that's not going to create a lawsuit. So it's sure. like you you allow a person to corner themselves and so i think Mm -hmm. when it comes to him he's been doing so much dumb stuff and he's been like just like so much of a um a troll Mm -hmm. you know when i know he's more intelligent and when you he's still a bigot and he is and and like john stewart calls him out on his shit all the time and when they go toe to toe you know there are times i do i do admire their back and forth but he comes from a background where i feel like he should be a lot more empathetic uh, to people that are coming from these range of backgrounds but I know that he's tap dancing for yeah, he chooses to be this Isaac. way you know Listen. it's not like he's so, never been exposed you to all know what the problem is what is it Brittany give us the Listen, like Bill Burr said <laughs> <laughs> That's her new nigga How right there. How old is that motherfucker? What else do y'all oh, right, think is right, going to come out right, his yeah, goddamn right, mouth? Yeah, right. It's just time real. for him to die. It's, it's time it's for, all for him, him to die. die. No, for real, all them old... Seriously, like, yeah. his parents yeah. grew but up. They, it's not like they're not teaching the next generation. That shit doesn't listen, die. Listen, oh, it, it dies because then the next generation... They get a little bit more familiar with all the different right. cultures I and think races slowly and things like each, that. Yeah, yeah really, each yeah. generation is more progressive. But, but. you know, I, listen, I guarantee the coolest white motherfucker you know right now, go find him, right? You find him mm-hmm. and ask him, yo, can I come by your grandmama's house for dinner? I bet you they. One out of ten, at least, going to say, no, nah, hell no. Nah. I think way she, more than she, one. She still got cotton in her backyard. <laughs> no. Nah. She's going to ask you listen, to pick that listen. shit. Do you hear me? <laughs> but look, that ain't just white people. That's yeah. black people. Yeah. Bring your white girlfriend home what? around. See if they don't flip un- out. Auntie Gertrude. Or, <laughs> okay. you know, Aunt Gladys and shit. <laughs> right. And right. see if Aunt Gladys uh, won't say some shit, uh, some uh, racist shit yeah. Yeah. in front of her face. Like, oh. Uh, you're dating a little white girl now, huh? <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, so where know, did like, we wh- fuck up? Yeah. Right. right. Where did we fuck up? <laughs> oh, okay, so I guess you just don't like uh, women that look like your mama. Like, right. might say something that just, just makes you like, really, mom? So these old motherfuckers, <laughs> I don't know what y'all expecting. You know, I'm waiting Nothing. on like, it. This- That's what I'm saying. Like, that was the outrage. I'm like, nigga, this is Bill O'Reilly. This bitch says shit like this all the fucking see, he's time. He's like 90. Yeah. He was but see, around but see, when but see, we King- called him slipping, though, because he was being petty. He was being petty. 
petty. You know that's true. No, so that's why I like it. It's yeah. like, you know, normally Usually he attacks. he try to come with some facts. He try to come and, at and your facts. To, but yeah, see what Britney just it said was, the facts, his facts wasn't going to hold up. So he tried to get a little sassy. He was out of cue cards. He got to pay for it, right? Now he out of cue cards. So the next time he going to think about that shit. He will. When he got some smart shit to say. ain't going to be no next time. He ain't going to have no show. He ain't going to have no show. Let's get into this topic, y'all. everyone this is Casey Alana and we are back with another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed. I am Casey Alana. I am Brittany and we are here with special guest Isaac Paul greatest host of all time the know-it-all himself. Oh my god you guys flatter me. The uh, host of the yeah. Tequila Tales oh, live. Thank you. Even though I wrote that script thank you. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Isaac and Paul. And he's added the fucking claps. <laughs> and he put the claps in the last and one. Put that shit oh, the last one. Shit. Yeah. Right he gonna now. put them shits in every time. I mean, every time. They, they still clap it right up. now. Is right. It? I mean, they probably are. They probably confetti are. throwing and shit. Yes. Uh <laughs> Again, Omar is on hiatus this week. Ooh, We're sorry. We know you guys miss him. They love blessings. Omar, and you need to let it go, Brittany. Listen, motherfuckers can love Omar. I just, <laughs> I just she's like, I ain't got to love him. <laughs> okay, but we are going to we we discuss everything love and relationships on this top on this podcast with a twist. Um, so as you notice in the first eighty minutes of this show, <laughs> we're talking about everything, but. But we are going to be talking about mixed signals tonight. Oh, yes. Mixed signals. That's just like when. That's just like when. So, mm. you know how bitches be like, uh, <laughs> how bitches be like, oh, shit, girl, guess what? He liked my picture. So, that mean that he want to fucking uh, talk to me. That's mixed signals. <laughs> Is that what that is? Wait, that didn't sense. that happen recently with <laughs> yes. one of our friends? Oh, my God, yes. So the cutest shit ever yes. happened to one of our friends recently. Yes, girl, I'm going to talk about you. So she loves her some Maxwell. Who don't, though? Yes, right? that's who it was. Okay. I who loves, I who barely doesn't? tapped into this thread. Yes. But I okay. remember seeing that and thought it was So he posted his ass a throwback Thursday of himself. Okay. Like, and he put... Um, uh, 17 when I was 17 throwback Thursday so everybody starts commenting she gets in on some of the early comments and so she says 17 and a snack <laughs> he likes it oh my god why did he likes shit. it so she gets on our group there and she goes y'all so Maxwell want to give me the dick so I'm like what he about, to, he about to slide up in he these DMs he about to slide up in these DMs and shit <laughs> You know, because he liked my comment. Right. And so then she, like, ends it like, ain't that what thirsty bitches say? I'm like, <laughs> bitch, you're really relating right now. Oh, you're really Lord relating. Jesus. But that was so adorable. Yes, no, Maxwell cute. liked her comment. There's all kinds of mixed signals on social media. Oh, man. Man. Like, for real. For, I mean, like, okay, so one that just popped into my head when you said that is, like, even the liking of pictures. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, for instance, the other day. Now, um, I'm slowly growing and I hate to admit it, almost more fond of Instagram than yeah. Facebook. 
Now, I only for, for a reason. I'm more of a Facebooker than an Instagrammer because I'm not big into taking pictures. Right. But one of the main reasons that I really enjoy uh, Instagram is because I've curated the people that I follow. Like Facebook, <laughs> every time you, you know, Just friends, it's like, right. So uh, in order for a person to send me a friend request, I got to see they shit too, right? Right. Whereas Instagram, you can follow me. I don't necessarily have to follow you, but then right. I can follow the people that... Of, of, of whose news I want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, so I'm not following many people. So sometimes, like, I may have a friend or someone that I'm following that will, like, uh, post, like, five or six pictures. You know right. what I'm saying? And, I mean, all of them shits look good, right? And I'm yeah. like, oh, I like them. So I want to double tap on them, but I got to be mindful because I'm like, yo, if anybody's looking at the news feed, right. this shit going to look, I might send a mixed signal, no, right? right? Like, like who the fuck this bitch? I keep liking all these goddamn but pictures in. I, let me tell you something. <laughs> Did you just like the whole, you know, I, gallery of pictures? Like, yeah, because each one was nice. I don't even have that many friends. So double tap, double tap, double tap. And I, I had to stop at the third one. Like, wait a minute. You're doing I'm too looking much. a little stalkerish right, right now. I, let me tell you something. This shit don't it don't even good. have to be. I'm going to have to answer some questions. Yeah, and shit you know, you're going to get a couple uh, messages on that shit. Like, man, Ike, uh, uh, man, God, so clearly, what's up with you right. and old girl? What's up with you and old girl? But the killer part is, these, man. Uh, heart-faced emojis <laughs> under your, uh, you know, but, nigga, you ain't that funny. Right. right. What's killing is, it ain't even got to be the liking of the pictures. It could just be accepting the fucking friend request. Ooh. You know what? Do that's you why know, I don't accept people. Do you know? That's okay. Funny. So I have accepted <laughs> say, friend requests. That's why you hate people. <laughs> like, that's why I hate niggas. <laughs> right. That's why, that's why I hate that's why I don't trust niggas. niggas. I've accepted friend requests where I've had to look... As soon as I accept it, I'll get a Facebook message or I'll get a fucking Instagram DM like, what up? I'm 34, a cancer. How about you? Fam. Stop it. Niggas, this did not There's no way that's still happening. Nigga, I can show you right now. Okay. So what I will say, though, is that I found that secret inbox. The one you can't see unless you're friends with them. Yes. And I forgot about that. And and, because someone mentioned it years ago and I was just like, oh, shit, am I missing messages? And I went back there. But I went back there recently and saw some similar shit. And I was just like... Oh, can what I marry exactly? you? I on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. There's uh-huh. like a special inbox. Yeah, uh, it's called... Um, I don't... It's I, yeah, like I, other. I right, but I was right, just like, right. look, bro, we not yeah. playing that game. And it gets to the point where it gets ridiculous because I ignore all of them. Oh, Let yeah. me just say 99.999% because there was one guy that I had to respond to. Uh-oh. First off, let me tell you what he did. So I accepted him on Facebook and then he went and you know how Instagram now is linked to Facebook. I guess right. they bought them and shit. So, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so now it tells you when your friend is on Facebook is on Instagram. Oh, right. mm-hmm. So then he requested me on Instagram. So I accepted it. I'm not thinking anything of it. So he shoots me a Facebook message. Hi, I'm 34, a cancer. How about you? I can't believe he told you this sign. That's the wackest shit of all time. Like, it reminded me of 1997. Lowered expectations. Isn't that from, like, Mad TV? Hell yeah. Yeah. So, um, I didn't say shit. Days go by. He hit me again on Facebook. Same message. I know he's got to see it because it doesn't disappear. Okay, so you got to see that you sent me the same message yeah. two days ago. 1997 called. They want their pickup right. line back. This time, though, he added his phone number. 
He started saying, how about you? He said, what's your number? No. I didn't say shit. He comes on the Instagram, okay. hits me and says the same fucking thing. So now I'm confused. Like, okay. You know he, I saw it, right? Right. So, yes. You can see that you saw yes. it. Yes. So the exact I, time. <laughs> exactly. Right. No. Here we go. So now I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's fucked up because maybe he's mass texting everyone. Mm. You know? That maybe that's it. Good point. I, w- I don't say that shit. good morning beautiful can, right. can, can be yeah. to blanket. To d- blanket. Yeah. Okay. You just so, got to make certain that they're not all on the same thread because then. That's, a that's gr- fucked that, up. You just go that's to a group stupid. message. That's yeah. So, you silly. A day later, <laughs> I shit you not, he hits me back on Facebook now for the fourth time yeah. with the same message. So then I so finally you replied. You could have ignored it. But I think you were you were pissed at that point. At this point, you was like, "Nigga, <laughs> my God!" Not only do am I not hand. responding, but you see yes. that I see you. You see that I see you see me. Right. And then you still gonna keep fucking <laughs> saying the same shit. So you see that I see you see me. You know I, I see know you. That made sense. You did it. But that's so, funny. You see that I see so you see me. I reply. <laughs> you okay there? I reply. To his message, I say, you know, there comes there comes a time where reaching out becomes stalker and, and the harassment, police, bro, and the police need to be called. <laughs> I'm at this point. I'm trying to teeter totter back and forth on which which one it is. Which one is it? Do I need to call the police or right. what the fuck is going on? You know, you know what? what he replied? What? Sorry. Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta share this story. I have to share this story. Right. I don't even know. He said you could have just hit the block button. <laughs> right, exactly. Why Wait you ain't block me? No. you must like it if you ain't block me. No, Casey, fam. Casey, let me tell the story because that's exactly oh, what, shit. what happened oh, to God. me. <laughs> Listen, y'all, I came off like the creep of the fucking century. So probably about maybe six, eight months ago. Okay. Um. You okay? Like I, I was pulling a lot of like late nights, you mm-hmm. know, working on something, and slaying, um, slaying uh, penis. You, you said what? No, no, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> you weren't even ready. <laughs> you know, right? You was like you say slaying I was doing what? Shit, I was doing some things. <laughs> so I, so, so point I'm getting is I was fatigued in in like the early a.m. So I'm sitting on my couch, and I'm I'm looking at some stuff on Facebook. And you know how sometimes you just get caught on that portal and you find yourself on someone's page. Like maybe someone likes something. I was like, who the fuck is this, right? Mm -hmm. So I went back to her page. I was like, oh, okay, she's kind of attractive, right? But I'm so tired that as I'm looking at it, I fall asleep, okay? Oh, shit. At that point, I had like the Galaxy S5. I wake up. I wake up maybe about a half an hour, 40 (laughs) minutes later. Somehow, I fell asleep on my phone. And I must have been activating some shit because when I unlock my phone, I see that I have posted, I shit you not, on her profile picture at least 15 to 20 different emojis. Oh my God. <laughs> like separately? Separately. Okay. Wait a minute, y'all. It'd be one thing if they were just crazy ones. They were of like... Like, I don't even know why this emoji set exists. It was of, like, the cute dog that was, like, blowing oh kissy faces. Oh, no. One of them was, like, do you want to cuddle? 
Oh, oh my god! A couple times. Isn't y'all, there one like laughing, like like he's laying on the floor, yes. like laughing? Casey. Oh my! I god. wake up and I'm like, oh my <laughs> fucking god! I'm like, oh. So I immediately start trying to go in and delete these things, but for whatever reason, it's not working. Right? Yeah. I'm like, oh no! I gotta go up in there, delete, and like put something up, and just be like, I apologize. I, you know. Pocket dial or whatever. Don't know how that happened. I go back. This woman is now blocked. So I can't <laughs> She see. blocked your ass. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. But I'm still mortified because I'm like, <laughs> me and this woman shared like 150 mutual friends. Oh, so that shit. means that in other people's news feeds. You can't say that. I'm looking like. Really? Because you keep commenting on it. Like emojis. (laughs) Like not like random shit. Like why couldn't it look like just gibberish? Gibberish. Well you no. Emojis of a dog (laughs) blowing kissy face hearts. I was y'all, I was fucking mortified. It got to the point where I I at least was smart enough to remember that we shared a mutual friend. Mm -hmm. I had to holler at my guy. I was like, hey bro, you're friends with so and so and so, right? He's like, yeah. I said, I, I need you to send her a message and just let her know I apologize. I am not I, I am not crazy. a rapist. I am, I am not a killer. That is a rapist killer I res- move. I respect that she blocked me. Bro, I but, man, totally. But, and she does not have to unblock me again. We will see each other sometime in the, in the future. And I hope she remembers it and clowns me playfully in public oh, that was I, I was mortified y'all i i was just like, oh my god <laughs> okay know, wait so tequila on some, tells on might some, take a nose dive right because people are like i thought isaac was a player I, I, and shit I, this nigga. A serial killer and shit <laughs> i must right. wanted that pussy bad <laughs> damn nigga send the bitch a, but a, on a, a DM. DM, right on a more oh, basic a level like so you know what do you all feel about introducing your just someone you're dating or someone that you like to your parents not in a formal way you know how i feel about that why don't you share with us for the people who don't know i well like because i mean yeah we disagree on this yeah and we do we do Brittany. like i okay so my mother is a shit ton of fun um she's classy she's playfully ratchet you know and she's like a friend of mine, right? So because of she and I's relationship, um, I value my, my mother's opinion, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but my mother, I don't, I don't rely on my mother's opinion to make my choices in who I date and who I like and who I settle down with, right? Mm-hmm. So because of that, I'm not the person that's like, oh, man, mom got to like you. You know what I mean? And so I think because of that, you know, I've I, I be, and because she's so cool, I've never seen it in my mind as like it's this big thing. But you meet but my didn't mom, you like, watch sitcoms and that was always such a big to do? Like anytime someone was introducing their significant other to the parents, it was a big to do. Like that's that's where I learned that concept, and that's why I've always thought of it as a significant step. So that signal to me says I'm important to you. And I, I actually dated my most recent long-term relationship. Well, outside of my current relationship, but my most recent long-term, I never met his mother. 
Mm. We were together for three years, Girl, and he would yeah. not introduce me to After his a year, you, you should have known. I agree. So, okay, so wait a minute, though. But see, but see just, in a situation, okay, so like idiot. with me, though, <laughs> I was stupid. so you said that would make me think that I'm important. I'm not dating anyone that I don't consider to be important. No, you, feel what I'm saying? you, you know no, what no, I mean no. by like, important. I don't know if I'm going to marry you. No, that to what? me it signals that I'm more important than just some chick. Or like we're in it. We're if we're in a casual space, you're not taking me to meet your mother. That's always been my mindset. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I get what you're saying because I, you're right, saying me too. you're saying that you know um, your mother. You and your mother are close. In your adult age, so someone meeting your mother or being around your mom doesn't signify that you're about to go propose tomorrow. Right. You but know he, what I mean? But he, are you are you saying you were that way even in high school or early twenties? Yeah. Was it as casual to yeah. you? Okay. Well, it was. for me, this is where the mixed signals truly comes in because I mean. I think this has nothing to do with, like, you know, race or culture. I think this is across the board for everyone. You know, when you meet the parents, that's kind of like a big thing. That kind of signifies not necessarily that you're serious about me, but that you're serious about us. Like, this situation is something that you're going to work towards to make the situation like we could be dating but that doesn't mean that we work with each other like you never really know like you kind of deal with how that person feels as they tell you Mm -hmm. you know you don't want to be an idiot and start assuming shit you know Mm -hmm. but a person's actions kind of tell you kind of how they feel about you right so when you go through all these actions to prove your love and show that you care and that this is something that you're working towards that big step, because that's kind of like what the, what the goal is always, right? Right. Find you, a, you, you a mate, someone that you could be with like forever. A nice and lovely young woman. Nice, lovely young woman to take home to mom, yep. you know, to take home to mom. That phrase yeah. alone makes mm-hmm. it significant. Yeah. And I mean, and it's not something that, you know, is unheard of. This is kind of something that everybody kind of, Holds up there like, okay, once you meet the parents, then you kind of know, like, I give a shit. Like, whether, so, and whether, whether you feel like your parents are a good judge of character, because we have a, a scene right. uh, where one of our regulars is talking about, my mom is a horrible judge of character. Right. Like, <laughs> she was like super nice to him at first and whatever. He's like, yeah, that didn't work out. I told you the bitch wasn't shit, Kevin. Right. <laughs> like, like, wait a minute. That's right. one of my right. favorite so, you know, So this is interesting because the, when I hear my women friends share that with me, I don't I don't I don't deny it. I, I accept it because I can understand how it could be me potentially misleading something. I had an epiphany about me, uh probably like uh within like the last seven days. Oh. And it is I realized how incredibly important friendship is to me. Mm. And that friendship is actually more important to me than anything else. And I think that that's why in our last episode we were talking about the friend zone. I'm I'm so vehemently like like uh uh in defense of it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying most guys don't want to get in the friend zone i'm like dude i friend zone myself and i friend zone women because ultimately that friendship for me Mm -hmm. just just in terms of the way that my mind works you know like like i've got friends male and female that i don't really know if they know what i do for them Mm -hmm. i don't don't really know if they know how hard in the paint I fight for my friends. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, 
I like as I'm developing these friendships, I, I, I'm aware that every relationship may not go to marriage, but if we're in a relationship, you're probably a close friend. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's why when they say, well, am I important enough to meet your mom? Well, if you're important enough to be my friend, then you're important enough to be my mom. Mm-hmm. So for me, it would be unfair. Let's take Krishan. Krishan can't meet my mom, but this woman that I'm putting my penis in can't meet my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. So, 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 you know, it, it, that's the way that my mind goes is, my friends, the one who I think are really important are the ones that are even just casual. You know, I'm cool enough to you to meet a woman that I honor and that I think is cool. But this woman that I don't 100% know where we're going, I got to compartmentalize you and keep you in this safe space because there's a possibility that I may not marry you. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like sometimes as humans, men and women, we all have a tendency to do that and that's destructive where we we compartmentalize and we say to ourselves well this is what we are and so because this is what we are this is what we're going to do and we try to set ourselves on these artificial paths and we don't realize man how many other possibilities we're cutting off because i've got ex-girlfriends that i think we still share a close kinship with one another and and I think that they honor and greatly respect what we've built and even just who we are. We don't have to talk every day. We don't have to talk every month or every year, but they still feel valued in my world and vice versa. And I'm like, if I was the type of person that was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to marry her, so let me just keep it in this safe, superficial space, mm-hmm. then, then how do I ever actually develop? Because, because... I may look at the woman and say, this is going to be my wife. That don't necessarily mean she is. You know what I'm saying? Well, sure. And so based on what you're saying, because that actually makes a lot of sense. I wonder if this whole meeting the parents or meeting the family is a social construct that has been sort of indoctrinated into us to seem like it's more of an official thing that it always has to be. Um, because I'm thinking back, like it just kind of got my, my brain moving, but like meet the parents and so-and-so is coming home for dinner. Like there's all these movies out there. Every sitcom has a a scene where somebody is bringing so-and-so to home to meet somebody. And I think it's sort of just been, you know, drilled into our brains that that is an important event. I don't care what you say. If you bring in somebody home, that means that they are. Now, you know what? And then also let me say this too, and I'm sorry to cut you off because this also I think plays a a part into it as well. Uh, I live in the same city as my parents. True. And so there's also a much higher uh, percentage or possibility yeah, I gotta that, take that we're going to bring my boo to LA to, to LA. see my mother. And so, if that's the case, if I'm getting on a plane right. with a woman to go that's meet something, that's different. Yeah. If my parents are coming in from out of town, mm-hmm. depending upon the amount of time they're going to be here, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to curb a girl I'm dating. You know, because, oh, my mama going to be here. No, nah, bitch. We but if you that, only you know got an hour with your mom because she has a layover in the city that right. you I'm live in. Right, I'm not going to force it. I'm yeah. not going to force Oh, no, mom, you just got to meet this person. But if it's like a trip mm-hmm. or I'm bringing somebody home to meet. Like when I was living in Atlanta, mm-hmm. when I took the trip with the woman I was dating to come here, excuse me, my family knew, okay, he's filling her. And, and, and that right. was different. Right. So, I, So I also think that sometimes it's circumstantial yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. because if my you know Brittany, 
every year her family has a big ass picnic. Yep. She dating a dude. She don't 100% know. Would that you picnic, bring him? That picnic flies hell. She going to want, man, look, why don't you go ahead and come through? Because she might want to vet him a little bit. But right, right. but but that's not a that's not the official meeting. We're all sitting down and having dinner right. together. It's but, but, 80 other but people out them, there. those picnics are dangerous because yeah, that is your whole family, uh, who's that nigga over there talking right, to Brittany? Right, right, we right. need to know Brittany who he said is. That too. She and they will like, pull Brittany. Uh, Brittany, who is that nigga? He wouldn't get invited. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is no. not, that's, that's a like bad you know, example. No, I have not, family that not, flies not. in from Atlanta, from yeah, California. That picnic is not a game. Oh, okay, oh, okay, oh, okay. So that picnic is, damn. That's not where you invite a new boo. It's, it's so, like both sides. So what of if you dating them for like let's say two and a half, three months and you're 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 uncertain, you're feeling them, but you're uncertain. And he says, Hey babe, what you doing this weekend? And you're like, <laughs> Oh you man, lie? my family right, do you lie or do you say, Oh, my family has no. a picnic? Yeah, and he my says, family Oh, really can I come? Weekend. Now if he says, Oh, really can I come to you, do you mean, Oh shit, this nigga or must do you really just, like me? Because she just said family reunion, which is a lot bigger. More, I guess yeah, that is. so yeah, I'll yeah, say yeah, family yeah, reunion. Right, like right. my family reunion is this weekend. That is different. You can't be inviting your basic ass to you ain't Lil Lucky out here, okay? Like, you need to just. You don't remember me, Lil Lucky? Right. Oh, like, no, Tupac, we don't. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but no, you're right, though. You're right, though, Casey. And, and, and in that regard. Is it? Hold um, on. Don't you uh, have a scenario where you uh, went to somebody's wedding? Oh, shit. <laughs> like, okay. So let me tell y'all this Meet story. the family and shit. Let me tell you this story. You went to someone's wedding? Let me t- listen. Listen. <laughs> Listen, it sounds bogus. Really, really It sounds great. bogus, but it, but it's not me, though. <laughs> it wasn't on me, right? So, okay. Okay, uh, you can't keep this story. putting this shit off on other people. <laughs> no, no. You got to take this some one on me, Britt. This, this, this was not on me. Peep this. Okay, so young lady reaches out to me on Facebook. This is oh, like, God. This is like maybe every bit of like eight or nine years ago. This is when I first moved back. Oh, so I look at her picture. She's an attractive woman, right? Uh, she comes at me on business because back then I was still doing music okay. and she was like, man, I went to your website. I saw it. I heard the music, man. I'm really feeling it. You know, I'm a spoken word artist, X, Y, and Z. You know, I think it'd be cool for us to collab. At that point, I had just moved back to the shot and this was what I wanted. So I was like, all right, bet. Let's go ahead and, you know, we can meet. So we meet out at a Starbucks. Uh, it's a good first date. It, it, well, no. Right. <laughs> Starbucks. Let's go grab coffee. In my mind, this is not a date, right? Okay. I'm thinking, I, you know, I couldn't really hear her music, but I saw her. I'm like, okay, attractive woman. Mm-hmm. So, shit, if she really do got flow, okay. and then I'm, I'm also doing production, I'm Throw like, her on the track. man, mm-hmm. let's make right. it happen. So let's we link up. Beautiful music let's together. make beautiful music beautiful together, music. right? So Hair we, so we link up. We link up. <laughs> Horizontally. And, uh, and, uh, you know, we start talking. And the conversation, obviously, is like vacillating, you know. So sometimes it gets a little personal about what's going on us. But a lot of it was about the music stuff or whatever. Right. So uh, y'all know me. I can talk my ass off. Oh my we God. about three hours in. At right? Starbucks? Yes. I would have been like, excuse me, y'all going to need to buy three more drinks. Right. This right. is some bullshit. Right. Like, y'all like, sucking up the Wi-Fi like real talk, and the air up in here. Real talk, we shut Starbucks down. We did end up having to leave when yeah. they closed at like 10 p.m. Okay. So I'm walking out Don't to my car. I walk her out to her car. No. Uh-uh. Uh, well, well, not at that point. Oh, but, God. Okay. So I walk out to the car. We're just vibing and shit. And she goes, you know, Isaac, I know it's kind of weird. 
you know, and, and I, I shouldn't do this, but man, you seem like a really cool person. Um, I'm supposed to be going to a wedding this weekend, and the person that's supposed to come to me last minute had to cancel. You know, would you mind stepping in? You seem nope. like a cool person. No. Like you get along with people. Da, 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 da. I, I would mind. Now, <laughs> when she it, threw bitch. that out there, the right, fuck? it caught me off guard because I was like. Too soon. No, but see, but yes, see, but see okay, okay, but but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain wedding? how I'm trying to explain how skewed my perspective is sometimes, and I'll admit, right, because I don't, I don't. That's the another game. big signals. Weddings for I women but, are, but but I'm thinking, I'm thinking, this woman just met my black ass officially four hours ago so we know this is just and then i'm also thinking we about to like connect on some business shit so like this is just me come, like honestly you're trying to solidify the business and i'm ratchet y'all i also know free food free I alcohol was just about to say, <laughs> are you, know you hungry like, <laughs> get your hungry ass about to say are you fucking hungry so when she asked if i was doing something on that saturday you worse than i wasn't doing bitch, that on that right? saturday <laughs> Well, bitch, it's a free meal. Her name is Wedding Food. (laughs) It's for her phone. So listen, so listen. But then also, I'm flattered because I'm like, wow, I made that much of an impression on you in these four hours. This lonely bitch. That you would trust me. That you would trust me to, like, you know, meet meet your crew. You know what I'm saying? Because this was like one of her homegirls, like one of her close friends. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, it was impromptu. And keep in mind, the the wedding was in uh, High Park. And the um, reception was at the Grand Ballroom mm-hmm. on fucking Cottage Grove. So all, all very close to you. Very close. Mm-hmm. I'm not driving out to fucking Bolingbrook. You know Harvey, what I'm saying? Harvey, Illinois. All right. <laughs> Shit, if we had Uber back then, I would have I Ubered so I could really get fucked up. <laughs> oh, but anyways, but I, which I did get fucked up. But You're like was, a wedding anyway. crasher. <laughs> oh, I was total red wedding crasher. So... I'm I'm thinking everything is cool. Now, admittedly, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, like, this, this, this seems a little sudden. But, you know, she said it in such a harmless way. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't been flirting that I was because like. Because we know how to do shit. And what do you oh. mean you hadn't been flirting? <laughs> like, like throughout the conversation. It See, wasn't you on wasn't that. Flirting. You weren't flirting. <laughs> right. I, right. Oh, this woman was trying to get. Was she smiling? Was she smiling? <laughs> Did the bitch blink? What's, what's your job? Uh, checking coats? Check, Check a bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, so listen. So, so, but, but let me tell you where, where my mind started to go. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, if this was on a Monday. Wednesday, you know, we call and we're just like follow-up conversation. We're just going back and forth. Do you want the bee for the fish? Right. So wait a minute. So listen. Um, so what so color are you wearing? So I we can go start get the talking. Same dress. We start talking about something like, like randomly. But I'm like, you know, I'm thinking we just vibing. So I told her something about me inside of relationships, about the way I was. Because at that point, I was so committed to music Never. that I was like, you were getting sucked into the tunnel. So listen, so listen, so listen. So, so, so what I told her was, I told her I was the like, yo, place. she was black, but she put the uh, place. I said, yeah, I said, I said, uh, one of the reasons that I wasn't really looking for a committed relationship at this point was because I'm heavy, I'm heavily involved in this music and I don't want to get involved in something and then I get snatched out to a different city. So this is exactly what she said. She said, you know what? She said, you know what? I can respect that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, and I even like the fact that, you know, you let me know this game because... I, it's not like I could trip and be like, man, you know what? You didn't tell me that. Da, 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 da. And right when she said that, I'm thinking, wait a minute, bitch. Uh, <laughs> wait. 
wait a minute, we ain't hollering. Like, <laughs> right. I'm like, hey, what you mean? Like, you, you could the- trip on this. Like, <laughs> she was like, yeah, because I can't really trip because, you know, you did tell me. And I'm like, whoa. I did- so right there, I'm on the yep. phone. I still remember exactly. I was like, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, wait a minute. I just met her you just got two s- nights ago. Yes. And now she's like, well, I'm glad that you being up front and you sharing this she with me. Banged, I'm like, Man. She banged her spoon yeah. on the teacup. <laughs> and that was it, bro. <laughs> so so yeah. wait a minute, y'all. But, 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 but let me go ahead and share why you shit. Because <laughs> after I anyway. realized, nigga, not only did I go Brittany. You, did you moderate? <laughs> you bring them niggas out. <laughs> Brittany, let me, let, Did you let engage me you them in an interactive discussion on so, love and relationships? So I go to the, you know, the um the ceremony or whatever. It was a quick one. And they're like, okay, yeah, everybody's going to, you know, the grand ballroom. So I go there. She's sitting at the main table, right? What because she's fuck? one of the bridesmaids. She's a bridesmaid. Son of a bitch. Okay. You don't need a date for that. It, see, I don't know none of this shit, right? Uh. Like so so, but guess where she sits me at? She sits me at the family table. I shit you not, between the pastor and her grandmother. What the hell? And there's cousins and all of them, right? She need to get her ass. So as I'm sitting here in our in, in the full totality of what is happening, <laughs> I realize you this were shit. Her I fiance. have a choice to <laughs> make. You just got got I'm up. like, I'm like, do I uncomfortably excuse myself because I don't want to send mixed signals? Mm. Mm. Or the salesperson that I am and the asshole that I am, do I sell the fuck out of everybody at this table? Yeah. I'm talking scripture with the pastor. Oh, my God. He said, man, he said, man, what is it that you do? He, because, you know. Uh, you got the word of God. Man, he said, he said, you got that anointing on you. You use the word vocation and vocation is a, is a unique word. Mm. This, this is what he's telling me. Speaking you know, I told him, I said, well, you know. I have given a sermon at my church a couple of times when oh I was younger. Oh, my God. You know. Tell him. And, and, and then the grandmother, I'm charming the pants off for her. Of course. But uh, one thing I didn't like, her grandmama was counting my drinks. Because uh, uh, every time that wine came around, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I have another one. I had, y'all, I had every bit of nine glasses <gasps> of wine. Shut the fuck up. I was getting fucked <laughs> Up Did at you this not wedding. throw up at the wedding? No, because well, it was wine. It was red wine, and so I can I can max red wine. <laughs> That's and, like and, two bottles of wine. Right. So I'm laughing because apparently uh, she even told this young lady like, "Yeah, oh, I love him. He's a good guy. He, he drinks a little heavy, <laughs> but <laughs> he can drink a little." So something. long story shortened. Hopefully, um, we end up having you know I end up having a blast, right? Uh, but that did unrealistically set us on a path where it, and it gave her some expectations. And about a good solid maybe month and some change, maybe two months later, I ended up having to have a hard conversation with her where when she realized the reality that what I shared with you way back when we first met was the truth that I was not looking for this. I remember sitting out with her in front of Starbucks and she's crying I am breaking up with a girl that I was never in a relationship Isaac, with. Isaac, you did The most that, ridiculous though. thing you on the planet. I'm, and I'm you sitting here like, oh I'm like, this nigga is crying. Yeah. And we were not in a relationship. No, nigga, you at that wedding. I had a team at that time. At I don't want to <laughs> tell her the truth. Like, 
Sweetheart, you, do you realize I got bitches? Stop, oh Isaac. God. Listen, I, I, you I know did I turned that, the pants off for you, you and your family. You did that to her. No, she did, did that, that to herself. Yes, no, she no, she may have that. put you in the predicament, but you staying there, you charming the pants off of her fucking pastor and her damn grandma. That that is a Listen, signal. Sweet, that I guys, can't help it if I got the anointing no, on no, my no, life. You know what I'm saying? Listen, the fact okay. that <laughs> you even went, right. Isaac. Right. The fact that you even went. At some point, you have to make a decision, yes. Jesus. What? Okay. And say no. I'm supposed yes. to say no. Yes. You are no, supposed to say no. no. As friends, I can't go with you. That's too much. To that's a like okay. That's just like realistically. If I just meet a guy, right, and we're vibing or whatever, we're talking. And I could meet him actually looking for a boyfriend, looking for a date mm-hmm. or whatever. And let's say he says, oh, man, I got to go to New York on business. Okay. And I got like an extra room or whatever with my company. So, like, do you want to go? I just met you. This is a free trip, though. <laughs> No, I'm not going. I'm not going. Right, Why, but see, Isaac, you know some fucking is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but trip. Isaac, Listen. even if even if you were you know naive and innocent back then, and you did go, you didn't have. First of all, we have collectively watched you work a room. Right. You did not have to put on that performance. Oh, no, I had to. No, you didn't. No, no That's no, what solidified no, her no. feelings for mm-hmm. you. And let me tell you something. When you too charm much somebody, is given, no. much is you also required. The Lord bitches. has given me you, a gift. Let me tell you something. Uh, and I got to I, I gotta spread this gift, Casey. No, <laughs> you send mixed signals to bitches today. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You tell do. Tell because it. we've been out, nigga. Yes together yes you be with a bunch of bitches okay <laughs> us and you be talking you be some bitch and get you team. into a motherfucking conversation and i'll be looking at them looking at you like the with the emoji eyes. with the hard eyes right. and you just be dropping that knowledge <laughs> just, just talking i'm just you will, speaking i'm just speaking right, to you, her spirit you right. won't pull away because you know this bitch is into you. You won't give her what the fuck she <laughs> wants. He loves it. He fucking loves it. Okay. And let me tell you something. So, if I get locked up because so listen, so listen. a bitch chases us out to the fucking parking lot and I got to pop the trunk it's on gonna a bitch, be your ass. then it's going to be, I hope I'm you got bail money. Listen, right. listen. Okay, I hope so you got bail money. Here, here's the deal, right? And and I see, it's, and that's why this is an interesting topic because I don't intend to send... <laughs> Mixed signals. Murderers don't. don't However, murder. however, right? Like, Still in jail. I guess, I guess there's such a fine line between wanting to be who you are authentically, mm-hmm. but then wanting to try as much as possible, I guess, to maybe placate to people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, sometimes the intersection is a beautiful place, mm-hmm. right? But then sometimes. It's damn like like I don't want to have to be a dick to someone just because, you know, no, I they might fall. Okay, wait. OK, let me tell you, because I have a little bit of what you're talking about. And I agree with you, because sometimes I want to be friends with a man or I want to enjoy time with a man. But because I am so charming and enjoyable to be around. 
they can take it as flirting, flirting, or that it's more than what it Let is. Me tell and that something. is very frustrating. To okay, me. I'm sure. Okay, like woo-hoo, Bitch, you cry, know what? Cry. No, no, no. Because you know what that's like. I, like I do. You are enjoyable to be around. On the last right. Like, you're talking shit, and that's that's why I'm I'm fucking sitting here scolding you too. <laughs> because you can't release the goodness to everyone. Do you know but how what if I want to spend time with this person because I enjoy spending time with then them? Then he wants to fuck. He does, but that's what I'm saying. That's frustrating for me. And then you're gonna have to deal with that. But bro, you're gonna have to pull back because let me tell you something. You can't sit here and give all of you to a person just because you want to be yourself. You don't have to give. You all can't. Do, I'm just saying you but can't see, be see, you. Okay, but here's everybody. the deal. I feel because like, everybody can't handle see, that. I feel like true. women. You guys have That's always true. had your finger on the button of whether or not fucking is happening. True. Like, like, I, like Chris Rock said. Every time a nigga's being nice to you, he's offering you dick, basically, yeah. to, in <laughs> some loose right. form. Right. Oh, let me get that door for you. Right. See, yeah. Can I'm I offer you some you. dick? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So like, it's like. It's like because of that, I think that men have always been in a place where we've had to learn how to how to deal with the sexual tension and not make shit awkward. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, okay, I can recognize that you're an attractive person. I can even recognize that sexually you're an attractive person, but I can also be a human being and develop a, like a legitimate relationship with someone. So unless you're dealing with like a creep. That's, and, and, and I think that's why the whole conversation about can men and women really be friends? It's like it's like a yes and a no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, yes, unless the woman is flirting back with the man or like throwing it out there in which. And, and I hate to put all the pressure on y'all. You know what I'm saying? No, but I know. I know but I'm saying like that we can. Because be if in I a like zone. if I like him and he likes me, it's happening. If it's he happening. likes me. And I don't like him. It's not happening. It's called rape. So, he's <laughs> telling you, right? You can't put all those restrictions on it. You can't okay? be talking about you rape. Can't, you can't say all oh, men and women can be friends except for when a woman is putting the pressure on me. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's not fair, no. but it's true, Brittany. Listen, listen. No, because it ain't just one-sided with women true i am the gatekeeper to this pussy yes all day long (laughs) if i don't want to fuck you it is not not happening happening. but you definitely you know putting pressure on me is going to put distance between us all together so regardless i don't want to deal with it i don't want to have to keep fucking telling you fam listen okay you're doing too much all right look all right i can't go out with y'all no more because if this bitch is with you then i can't go like it's frustrating so in my mind in my world no it hasn't happened it's it's like a one percent and isaac you're the one (laughs) percent but now you are the outlier so now and and admittedly what she just said um it, it it not only means a lot to me, but I think that no, <laughs> seriously. I like to thank the academy <laughs> and, and, and reason being, and, and and I think that this is what just and this is on a personal level. This isn't a universal thing or all oh, men. This is an Isaac Paul thing. <laughs> I hold myself. I give myself different rules. Okay. Then I think uh, I'm not gonna say that I give for other people because any woman I'm dating can have the same rules that I have for myself if they are the same person I am. But because I know. That my entire life, um, I've developed like I grew up in a family full of strong women, and and they and they kind of run my family. Like the men ain't no jokes, but the women always run point. They're they're very vocal, they're very strong. 
Uh, they're very educated, uh, but a lot of fun. And so I grew up sitting at the dining room table mentally sparring with these women. And so because of that, um, I, I think that I have developed a kinship or, or, or an ability to mm-hmm. be able to have conversations and relationships with women and be like legit friends. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, right. Like, I mean, you know, I like to consider myself attractive, you know, maybe borderline handsome or stunning, just depending You're upon right. whatever your, you know, your, your <laughs> taste are and shit. Right. But so, so I know that sometimes He's like, the point is the ladies love me. Right. And, right. and, and I know that when, when, when a person starts to see everything that you are, sometimes that can, uh, uh, Tank things a little bit, you know what I'm saying, or muddy the waters, you know. But but I do know that a lot of times women are accustomed to being able to have these kind of relationships with other women and men, and so because of that, like you just said, Brittany, like I I have a lot of close relationships with women that I know aren't um, standard in terms of like most men can't do this thing without eventually sending you a dick pic you know right. like, like we go we're gonna play it off for a moment but eventually you go you know you, you gonna, gonna catch see. this dick pic eventually by accident oh i'm Marvin sorry i'm sorry i was sending that to another britney i didn't know oh my god girl please uh delete that right delete, like delete, that delete. that shit happens at some point with when you're dealing with guys that are kind of playing that game but because i know how much I, I honor friendship and things of that nature, you know, it, it, it becomes a little great for me, you know. So that's why, I, like I said, it, it gets complicated. Well, let's, let's, let's uh, lighten this mood a little bit. Okay. Um, you sound like you're going to tip over, though. No. <laughs> this because detox Britney right here. You know what I'm saying? She's detox good. Britney. I'm exactly. I am focused. Skin glowing. Okay. Right. You know, right. like it like it never left. The edges back like, <laughs> like they, they never, never left. left. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but um y'all ain't said shit about Kendrick. Mm. First of all, Big Sean okay. be here. I don't speak on Big Sean because I don't really know anything about, about Big Sean. Yeah. I am obsessed with Kendrick oh, and he can Kendrick. do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Um, but tell me the details. What's happening? Well, apparently um, Big Sean decided, mm-hmm. and since we're all in the fun of mixed signals, see, okay. no one really knows right now. Shit is up in the air and mm-hmm. I'm going to explain to you guys how up in the air this shit is. We okay. don't even know if there's actually a diss happening right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Everybody's we, speculating. Everyone's speculating. Okay. So Big Sean fires shots uh, allegedly mm-hmm. at Kendrick <laughs> on his track um, on No More Interviews. Okay. Is this before Kendrick's last yes. tracks? Okay. This was Big Four. Big Four. <laughs> before. Okay. So he apparently said some things about... Um, about Kendrick on that track. No more interviews. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Kendrick came back with the Heart Part 4 single. Okay. And this is where he really kind of goes in on Big Sean. Okay. Allegedly. I was going to say, did he really go in on Big Sean? Oh, man. He says, um, <laughs> my fans can't wait for me to for me to, to sun punk your ass. And crush your whole little shit. I'll big pun your punk ass, you scared little bitch. So 
So he goes pretty hard on um, the hard part for a single. I definitely recommend listening to it. I was I was pleased. I'm a fan. This um this uh, shit it on the Nikki and Remy shit oh, that we Fuck talked that about. Shit. Okay. Then shortly after that, Kendrick releases "Be Humble." Right, humble mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. with humble, mm-hmm. that be go hard. This kind of reinforces our, our speculation to the shit because mm-hmm. he kind of goes in and repeatedly uses Big Sean's little bitch, the oh. ad lib throughout the course. I didn't realize. I don't think I peeped that either. Yeah. Okay. Which oh, was, you're doing research. Look at, look at sober Brittany over here doing <laughs> research and shit coming with the notes. Okay. <laughs> with the bibliography with and the, shit. With so. the citations. Right. All right. So this kind of reinforces that speculation. Um, the little bitch also could be a flip on Big Sean's name, too. Okay. Mm. So um, the opening verse of Humble, um, he says, my left stroke just went viral. Went viral. Right stroke put little baby in a spiral. Of course, you know, many people believe that the left stroke was the first one, the the heart part. Uh-huh. Oh, the heart part. Yeah. Okay. And then the right is the humble. So it's almost like he just back to back this nigga. Okay. okay. And we don't even know about it. Okay. Now, he also believes that, uh, well, people also believe that um, Kendrick is also poking at 2088 when he says, if I kill a nigga, it won't be the alcohol. I'm the realest nigga after all. Because in 2088, they have a song called I Know where the line is, blame it on the alcohol or blame it on the sativa. What's 2088? The um, <laughs> the collab album with Big Sean and how do you say her name? Janae Aiko. Janae Aiko. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So now, okay, so we got this shit out here. Mm-hmm. We don't really know. Shit's brewing. No one really knows, right? Mm-hmm. But we got all this shit going back and forth. Big Sean ain't said shit since no more interviews. Mm-hmm. Of course. Now, they free. <laughs> Do y'all know? Strategize. Right. Do y'all know? <laughs> this who, ain't the nigga you just. This is you not the nigga you You don't want to go with. Twitter fingers on, uh, on Kendrick. God, not that, at all. That, 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 don't no. nobody want them Kendrick problems. No, and if you listen Trust to No, no Heart in 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you don't. Mm-mm. So, do y'all know who Dave Free is? I do not. Sound familiar. Yeah, so. <laughs> Dave Free is the president of Kendrick's label of TDE. Okay. 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 He posted a tweet shortly after Humble was released. Um, and the tweet said, no interview. Hmm. So, you know what? We don't know if it's Dave Free they saying yeah. <laughs> We don't know if it's Dave Free saying no interviews um before the release of Kendrick's album or if he's making a reference to Sean's no more interviews track. We don't know. There's mm. a lot of questions here. Lots. Okay. A lot and we just haven't really kind of figured out exactly um uh, where to go with this. Th- this all I'm gonna say, man. Um <laughs> if Big Sean off of uh what was the name of that song was it control i think no interviews no i'm talking about when uh kendrick set the entire game on fire when he told everybody he would tear them a new asshole a couple of years ago i think that song was called control i think it was uh that was big sean's song oh and if he didn't hear kendrick's verse then and said, you know what, I'm I'm a lyricist, but I don't want none of these problems. Mm-hmm. Like, if he really wanted to step 
into this battlefield with with this goon, with this fucking monster. Yeah, he can't. Anything that happens from that point forward, man. Like I said, Drake don't want Kendrick problems. You know what I'm saying? So I Jake Cole and Kendrick will be interesting, but Kendrick artistically, yeah. Is still gonna give you a I club banger, but I did hear right. I did hear that Big Sean has bars. Like, oh, oh, I, he's a after this is over. Okay. I, you he's have to been. you have to listen to no more interviews, okay. and then you have to listen to No Heart Part but Four. Kendrick. No Heart Part Four. Let me tell you what it did to me. Mm. Gassed me the fuck up. This was <laughs> everything that we were waiting for. From, like when you talk from. From yes, everybody. From everybody. Like when you talk about a, a fucking true diss, like this motherfucker said something about you can't, you can't talk about something about old being oh so Cali or or oh so hood. I I I still live there. Like some shit that he said like mm-hmm. that. But whatever the point was, it was real as fuck, <laughs> and. He murdered that shit, and I did not feel bad for Big Sean because <laughs> Big Sean has been coasting. I'm not taking anything away from his talent. I, think I actually Big heard Sean his last awesome. album, though, was uh, one of his best. People, yes, that's what like, I People would, have been saying that he's getting better. Right. And yeah. so maybe this might be... The push that he needs. Well, or not even just a push, but that he is starting to feel himself. Like, when people mm, get yeah. big, they start, like, right. and nigga, I'm take, the best. I Let me go ahead and shot. take a little pot shot. Of, and yeah. it's like, That's bro, man, safe. you gotta be... It's not smart. Or, you know or, how smart or, it is? Or do it when you know you got some some other code-ass verses already pinned. <laughs> right. So that, you, you know what I'm saying, don't do a Meek Mill. Like, Meek right. Mill, to me, was the poster child of what not to do in this oh, game. God. Don't. Don't fire off a shot at a goon yeah. and then not have no more ammunition. Yeah, right? you have you, to be you ready. You're throwing rocks at niggas mm-hmm. and they're going to turn around with the whole arsenal. And then it took him forever. And then when he finally came out, it was like weak shit. It's like, yeah. don't do that. If, if you're going to take a shot at Kendrick, I would hope that you have at least two to three other backup tracks that you are ready to release mm-hmm. to make it look like you went back to the lab. But nigga, really, you had these for the last like two right. years. I, I heard somebody else was taking shots. Mm. Who, Who is the, that? What in the fuck is that shit? Don't even worry about it because I don't think they're going to hear it on the thing. I'm just saying it's loud. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it didn't like, even, it didn't even like register. So you ain't got to worry about that. Uh, Tyrese, not your mama. Uh-oh. But the singer. Taking shots at Who? Uh, black women. I don't know the details, but oh shit! Do, you want me to go you, ahead? And yeah. Read do you know what? what uh, I know a little bit. Oh, oh, oh! Brittany don't know about this. Hold on. That shit. Now it's we my were supposed time. to talk about it last last we podcast, right, right. but I think it's been some new so, shit since. Extra hotep, extra uh, you know, deep. Mister <laughs> woke himself. Nope. Uh, Mister Transformers. Mister. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> Y'all remember that shit? Yeah, Pepsi Always commercial. Always Coca-Cola. Oh, Coca-Cola. You're right. Fast and Furious. Right? I know, right? Oh, Mr. Fast God. and Furious 8. He's just turned me the fuck off. I he made a comment. He made a comment on Instagram. Okay. Uh, I'll try to read it. Uh, it's just my regular voice. I don't want to do my Tyrese voice. But it says, <laughs> Tyrese. Thank you. First off, my mama named Tyrese. So, you know, I, I try to not hate on him that much because my mama named Tyrese. But anyway. <laughs> I just feel the need to send a message to all the ladies who think dudes are just stupid. We know the difference in real hair and fake clip-ons. 
We know eyelash extensions. We know fake hard titties pointing in four directions with your ribs showing in the middle. Oh, my. Why so much separation? We know when you got little chicken legs and it leads to an oversized hashtag fake ass. You guys are really starting to go too far with manufactured beauty. Fake lips, skinny nose, barely can even breathe through your own nostrils, sitting across from you. You couldn't even hide your weave tracks? Come on. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just sending a message that us real men see the bullshit. Mm. And if he decides to rock with you, it's just because they want to get one off. Or uh, he will never even take you serious or really make that move. Because you look like a manufactured clown. Oh, goodness. Right? Some of you have convinced yourselves that it's okay because of how many dudes be trying to get at you. Please, let me explain. You got your temp fix and you will continue to attract men who only want a temporary fix. Shout out to hashtag team natural, hashtag team squats, and hashtag team take me as I am. Hashtag team harsh truth. I had to go rip out a chapter from my book. Hashtag manology. Okay. Uh, Tyrese has spoken, <laughs> niggas. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. Um, there is a little bit of truth to what he's saying. Uh-oh. I, first of all, need him to have 100,000 seats. Yeah, and take all them goddamn hashtags. Okay, that's hashtag doing the most. That, is that's what he should have ended that. Number shit one, with. but I think that the women that he is referring to are you know these Instagram thoughts, which are women that we all and not even to shame them, but we all collectively are like, what are you doing? Like yesterday, we were at um, a fucking arcade. Okay, with fucking kids. There's kids. Every fucking where. Okay, so we were playing basketball, and there is a white woman who has a triple D breast implant. She got on stretch pants. She has a fake ass. She, um, I think, got a touch. She had lip injections. All this. First of all, you don't see that kind of shit in Chicago a lot in general. Like that's not really something you see a whole lot in the city. And so it was like, who is this bitch? And so I'm there with a bunch of our guy friends, like Omar, Isaac, uh, a, a bunch of Omar's brothers, you know, stuff like that. This bitch is coming up to them and telling them all the work she's had done. And, you know, we're all looking at this girl like, you look like a clown. You look like an idiot. You look crazy. And so I think that the people he was more targeting that too were women like that. However, uh, fam, like you need to redirect and learn how to articulate your thoughts in a different way. Because if a woman wants to throw some weave in her fucking hair, she could throw some weave in her hair. So like I, this attack on women and their bodies and what they want to do with their appearance is none of your fucking business. If you don't like it, don't date them. Right. I think that um, it sounds like he was trying to say 
that you know it's unnecessary for all of the extra shit right that people want to do to them to their bodies to make themselves look a certain type of way mm-hmm. but in the middle of doing that it's almost like you are shaming someone mm-hmm. for having to make any adjustments to themselves because you can always go the most dramatic route and say, what about the woman who had to get breast implants because maybe she had breast cancer and she had to get her, her that, tits that's, redone. That's not who he's talking but about. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> just keeping them honest. I'm just saying. No, he, let's, let's I'm just clear. saying like all of that was unnecessary. We all see it. We all know it every day but it's the same thing where it's like there are some people who like they women like that sure so that's why they're there that's that, they're they're getting that attention from enough people mm-hmm. for them to be there and be that way and he and he's being incredibly hypocritical because the thing is you know first of all you're married to this woman who looks from a natural perspective she looks like what these women are trying to attain so she may naturally have a nice figure. She's in the gym. She got a nice ass, whatever. Um, she has long hair naturally because of her nationality or where she comes from or whatever. And so and you work in this industry where it's incredibly superficial and everything you've ever praised um, from the movies that you're in to the music that you've performed, all that stuff says this is what you're supposed to look like. And then when these women who have insecurities are trying to attain that because they want to attract someone like you, you are shaming them. Right. Fuck off, dude. I don't get no fuck it's about Tyrese's uh, <laughs> Well, thoughts. you know, uh, Tyrese is a unique individual. And I think it's nothing that... nothing unique about him. <laughs> Well, well, you know, because, and this is one of the dangers sometimes <laughs> in getting a lot of um, attention mm-hmm. because you are quote unquote inspirational or sure. because, you know, you're woke or whatever, mm-hmm. is that ego has a way of infiltrating itself into sometimes the purest of things. Mm-hmm. You can have the purest of intent, but... Ego can still filter into it and kind of taint it a little bit. And so mm-hmm. I think that, you know, if if for those people that don't know much about Tyrese's um, kind of, I guess, ascension into this more recent popularity that he's had, uh, Tyrese's social media numbers were kind of around like the 1 million, 1.5 for just forever. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he made it a point to start being more motivational, more inspirational. Mm -hmm. And he started seeing his social media numbers like skyrocket. You know what I'm saying? So he went from like the 1.5 to like the 10, 12 million. And I think he took that as an indication that his message was not only needed, but that it was resonating. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm all for people that speak positivity and that speak into people. Mm -hmm. But I think that what ended up happening was it made him feel very um, self-righteous where you start to believe that you have a monopoly on truth. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and that becomes dangerous. So then you see his transition with that and the show that he had with, Reverend Run, mm-hmm. and it's basically two dudes up here mansplaining. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and and not saying that they shouldn't have an opportunity to speak their opinion, but 
it, it, it was never it. Well, I didn't really watch it that much, so let me not make it seem like I'm an expert I on the shit. But have the first episode. It, it, I it, didn't see one episode, but it felt like it was very kind of um, contrived and not nuanced at all. You mm-hmm. know, one of the things that we attempt to do with Tequila Tales is challenge everything, right? So you've so, never been accused of mansplaining. Oh, I'm pretty sure I do it all the time on this show, right? <laughs> like, I mean, when it's when it's me and my opinion on how I feel about Man, something, but when I'm right, mansplain the fuck hey, out of shit, and, I mean, and be right, eighty five, ninety percent of the time, <laughs> right. shit. But right, exactly. But but I but I think that um, but but what I attempt to do when it's a conversation, right, is let me challenge everybody because. Who none of us have a monopoly on truth, Mm -hmm. and if what we're attempting to do is get to understanding, because it's not even really about truth, because my truth isn't your truth, Mm -hmm. it's whether or not we can understand one another, then what you're supposed to be doing is not only challenging how you think, but challenging what everyone says. Mm -hmm. So that's why I invented the devil's advocate, right? It's I can agree with you, however we become stronger or better as people when I can show you the other side and maybe even help you to understand it a little bit more so that you don't just have this self-righteous indignation of, you know, like, yeah, there's some things that are just right and wrong, right? Like we know molesting kids is wrong. Like there's no way that you can put a spin on that. Right. But when it comes to certain relationship things, like, you know, it's kind of gray. And so I feel like he 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 cornered himself for a while in this zone that he's been in. And when he starts to get into stuff like that, it's like, Tyrese, now you're starting to say shit when we don't need you to. You know what I'm saying? Like, do we really need Tyrese to wake us up about, like, because cause then when you paint that picture... You make it sound like all women are like that. Maybe it's just the chicks that you hanging around. I was going to say that I, I right that I feel like he had a very frustrating moment, right. where he was around a bunch of airheads, and it was like, why do y'all bitches keep putting these eyelashes on? Like we can't fucking tell. Right. And he just went on a, a tirade a that he should have went on with his guy friends exactly. instead on Instagram. Right. And I think what you're just a public like, figure, yeah, like and if, that's if, not if that's all women, be the, and it, it really not. ain't nobody that. That I hang around. Right. So when I read that, it's so absurd to me because I'm like, these show. ain't the chicks that <laughs> I, I hang around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but and that's the hypocritical part, like like I was saying, and that's the mixed signal and the mixed message that he's sending is that, you know, you're so totally woke and all this shit, but the and no offense to her, she's very beautiful, but the woman that you chose to marry is the physical embodiment of what these women are trying to attain. So while it's natural for her it's it's that sort of superficiality. So like, and not mm. even to compare them, but you know Jesse Williams, woke bay, right? Mm-hmm. Light skin, <laughs> gorgeous, woke bay. Yeah. <laughs> um, his wife, she is incredibly accomplished. She's mm-hmm. an amazing person, from what I understand and what I've read. Um, but she is not a Barbie doll by any stretch, right? So if you are, and I'm not even saying that that's the, the physically the type of woman you need to go after. But when I say that you're, you're sending this mixed message that, oh, we, we like you to be extra natural. Well, the woman that you're married to, her hair isn't natural like black women because she doesn't have kinky hair like that. So while you want us to wear our hair natural 
And, you know, we've embraced this natural movement, so it's not nearly as complicated as it once was, and finding products isn't nearly as difficult. But he's making it seem like these women are just completely out of their minds for even what, like, why would you want to look like that? Nigga, because that's the kind of women that y'all like. Right. So, so fuck you. So, so, you know, you make a really yeah. good point. And I think that, and here's what's interesting, because um, I don't think his message was bad. I think how he said it was bad. The delivery. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't said in love. No. Because what he should have been trying to do, and, and you know, I hate to try to put words in people's mouths, because we all have fucked up moments where we, get caught in our emotions or something is frustrating him and we don't articulate it the appropriate way. I think what what would have made that post go viral for a different reason was if instead of making it seem like he's shaming these people for doing that, mm-hmm. instead encouraged them to say, you're beautiful how you are. Yeah. Without you don't all need of that. these things. Right. You know, I like women that are natural and that, mm-hmm find their own beauty and do it this way instead it felt like he was castigating people who were clearly or or maybe a little lost in chasing after whatever their perception of beauty is and instead of castigating or like shaming them Mm -hmm. we need to be instead encouraging them to embrace Mm -hmm. you know who they are naturally and i and, and once again like and you 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 nailed it he probably had a frustrating moment Mm -hmm. you know um and so you know i can give him the pass on that but where it gets jacked up is it's like see you've built yourself up as the dr phil type so now your words have much heavier weight see i can get on this podcast and say some shit and be like oh fuck, i probably shouldn't have said that be a little reckless because we don't have three four million ten million viewers that are holding me up as like the dark skin chocolate god you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you just tore a lot of women down who may do little tweaks small you tweaks, know small yeah. tweaks but now you just, all. you just lumped everybody in mm-hmm. like as if your woman don't wear makeup right nigga she ain't team natural all the fucking time right so like yeah you may be talking about people that are absurd mm-hmm. but understand to some degree your girl probably fits in that category of women to some degree. Or you know of what wanting I mean? to have, I mean, and, and, and there was no nuances in, yeah. his, in his statement. Yeah. Right. But Casey, yes. talking about mixed messages, no. though, oh. um, <laughs> because you posted some shit on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> I did. A little while ago that oh. uh, I think we all think differently about. I figure that's a good place <laughs> to probably end on. I you agree. know what I'm saying? Uh, so I want you to go ahead and pull up. Oh. Uh, uh, waiter bay. Oh, what are we gonna call it? Service bay. Uh, oh shit! Well, <laughs> Service we'll call, bay. Hold on. Oh, Let me read tip it. Tip bay. <laughs> tip bay. Is that we gonna call it? Tip bay. Tip this bay. this this segment is called tip bay. All right. A young couple in their early thirties have been dating for two months. The man comes to her job at least once a week to have lunch. She's a server, and he purposely sits in her section to share some laughs and see her face. She eventually admits that while she loves seeing him each week, him not tipping her is putting a bad taste in her mouth. This is how she pays her bills, and it's her livelihood. He argues that he pays for expensive dates every weekend that they go out on, so he sees no reason to tip, especially since they are dating. At this point, she finds his rationale to be selfish after expressing her feelings and wants to sever ties. Who is in the wrong here? Is there a realistic compromise if he wants to see her at lunch? What the fuck? Hashtag lunch bay. <laughs> hmm. 
Lunch, Lunch Bay. Lunch Bay. Seriously. <laughs> they are dating for real. This is just not anybody that come in, that comes in and mm-hmm. right. uses her services. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're dating for real. She needs to she's gonna be lonely for the rest of her life. <laughs> Y'all okay. are dating. Like yeah. I get the whole tip thing mm-hmm. and yes, this is your livelihood, this is how you make your money, but you don't see the fact that he's com- you're not He's not getting free food. He's paying the establishment for the food, right? Sure. But, okay, let's let's nuance it a little bit because there's some facts that are left out of this. Let's just say <laughs> that she works at a fine dining restaurant. And okay. every time she has somebody sit down for lunch, that could, eat, that could mean, you know, $15, $20 a t- in tips. Okay. Now, um that that's all right right but she also has to tip out her bartender her bussers um it she and this could this could be if that's 60 bucks a week okay that's that's a lot of money per month that could be a full bill that he is is taking away from like why not come in and sit at the bar that's instead of in my say, why don't she just tell him to sit at the bar since you're not gonna tell but i think the issue is his reaction to it like why do you immediately instead of being understanding of my position why why would you lash out and just say all the shit that i'm doing for you like excuse me i didn't ask yeah. you to take me on an expensive date that was right. your prerogative. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. But I especially I, if, especially if she was up front, like yo, listen, I love that you, you come to see right, me. Love to see you, boo, boom. But if you're not gonna tip, and I have to pay other people, mm-hmm. I'm gonna need you to sit at the bar and I swoop by when I can. Right. And if you lash out at me like, well, I'm not tipping because I take, yeah, I feel a certain kind of way about that shit too. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Isaac what? feels very, I, listen, very ma'am. different, and. You know, it's he it's, was going in on I people was, on our I on was, our posts and shit. I'm I like, was, they gonna unfollow us. I was. I didn't give a shit, <laughs> I, and, and not even harshly. Mm-hmm. First off, it's a really good scenario, right? Because it's very nuanced. But there was I was very of- surprised at how many people was like taking the side of the woman, mm-hmm. you know, and like, oh yeah, you know, she probably got bills to pay. That was that was one argument. Mm-hmm. So my retort to that argument is let's let's get one thing fucking clear, right? Yeah, there's no it. way. There's no way that a person goes in and eats lunch at an establishment every day and is paying fifty to eighty dollars for lunch. This nigga he is could eating be, wings what if, what if and a beer. Sitting, what if he's sitting at her comes, a four top table where executives come in and sit and drop two hundred dollars on lunch? No, you don't. This know? nigga is spending twenty dollars because no, that <laughs> this nigga the story didn't $20. say. The story didn't say she's losing money and tips that she could be making. The story is saying she had a gripe with the fact that he was not tipping, period. Right. So that means that well, if his bill came to $20... Sitting, if he's sitting in her section... She deserved $4. This bitch is having <laughs> an issue, a, a, a crisis of conscience mm. over $4. If you are that broke... Mm. Uh, I don't care if he eats there seven days a week. That's seven times four. Was that $32? <laughs> There's no bill, a legitimate bill. My goddamn Verizon bill comes to damn near $150. I ain't paying no bill off of this nigga coming in two days out of the week, mm-hmm. three days. That's $12 it just said a week. week. 
It said once a week? Yeah. Get the fuck. This nigga, $20. Okay. This bitch, and this nigga is spending, he's dropping $300. Yeah. At a steakhouse. Well, he's doing all the good boyfriend stuff, and she's, tri- and that's why I'm like, it was more principled for her. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about the money. Right. So everybody in our news feed that was trying to justify it, well, man, she got to pay bills. They making it sound like she losing out of $500 a month. This bitch is losing out on $20 a month. And the dude was trying to be nice. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, admittedly, if I was in that position, I would have tipped. I, I would have tipped, and mm-hmm. and and that's why I wonder if it bothered her a little bit because she may have principal? felt like it, it, it may have even been more than a principal. It may have been like, does he not respect what I my do. profession sure. exactly? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, if she did confront that, him, that was on somebody's it, argument, too. right? Yeah. You know, maybe maybe if if she has a gripe, it shouldn't be posed as. My gripe is that you don't tip because then it seems like it's about the money. Right. And it's like he's investing way more money in you than you are in him. But if it's more about the principle of, all right, you're this high power executive mm-hmm. and the fact that you wouldn't tip me, even though this is kind of considered protocol, are you kind of shitting on me? And it's like this is a pretty woman type of a deal where you just think I'm just I'm like your little. I'm here to save you. R- exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I can understand that. I, I can understand that. Bitch, I'm trying to save you. I can understand that. Right. You know, but. but about this $5. But, but, but yeah, but if her issue is about that goddamn $5, man. <laughs> you know bitch. who dropped it, though? Alfie who, dropped it. No, I'm sorry. Al- no, in, you stupid. In the thread, Alfie said, that just means she don't really like him like that. Yeah, she dropped it. <laughs> Because and that is some real shit. Because it if it is a man that you are really into, you don't give a fuck. He can you sit his ass there all fuck. I'm gonna day. try to get what I can for you, Brent, baby. Brent, what? Brent, once again, I told you once an episode. I'm tapping <laughs> you up. Give me some over there. Right. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Why am I even that paying? Period. Right. Why am some I extra paying? From the bar, that, right? Made. That's that's the bigger question. Because let me tell you what you did last night. That drink is on right. Oh, right, right. Okay. Why, why am I even getting the bill unless right. your manager's breathing That's down your neck? I'm confused. Like, wait Stop a minute. It. Why is she? Okay, like, what right. is going no, on? No, I agree, but I had to play devil's advocate because I was just like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like his reaction to it. Yeah, the reaction that, that was reaction that was my was issue. His reaction so, yeah. was bad. Yeah. but no, that tickled uh, me. You got an opinion? You know, okay, so it, I kind of do, uh, but you you brought this up as a topic. Um, that, or something that you wanted me to talk about. Um, and I don't know if you guys remember, there was a week ago, um, not a week ago, a couple of shows ago, we talked about the gentleman who, at, at our last show, when the girlfriend stood up and she talked about how he had um, oh. given her keys. Yes. And he was like, no, nah, that don't mean that we're in a committed relationship. Okay, you that's, know. A, that's a big mixed message. And, 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 right. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very big mixed signal. So for those oh, of you all that sorry. don't know the clip, uh, we won't play it now. We're going to force you to go back to two episodes ago. I think it was two or three. Okay. Um, Let me pull up the name of the episode. Yeah, you can pull Keep up going. the name of the episode. But um, the short and skinny of it was that a woman said, and it was on Valentine's Day, we had a show, and the woman basically felt like that her boyfriend was giving her mixed signals. They had been dating for a couple of months, kind of on and off again a little bit, but um, he had given her a key to his place, 
And so she felt like that that was like one of those relationship pivotal moments. And she was like, oh, does this mean that we're now serious? This is a committed relationship. And he was like, nah, it's, it's not. And so she kind of was like, what's that all about? And so when he stood up and he made his point, he got to talking about some HR shit. And it's like, and he didn't articulate it well. However, he's a good dude. And um, he sent me a message. We're now friends on Facebook. I told him I was going to put this out here. So this ain't just me spilling tea. I was Because I thought he articulated it well. And I said, let me go ahead and just, you know, give him, uh, pay, pay a little homage so that at least his point gets made. So uh, forgive me while I uh, sift through this. It says, good evening, Isaac. I just listened to the podcast. Great show. Exclamation point. Just want to make it known, we got great shows if y'all be sticking around and shit. Yes, the name of that show was When the Remy's in the System. When the Remy's in the System, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. It says, and I'll definitely be at the next Tequila Tales. I would like to clear up a thing or two about my stance. Competition is all around us in every aspect of life. Yet, when we are choosing the person that we want to spend the next 50 plus years with, uh, hopefully, we don't like to think that way. When you're choosing this person over that person, that's exactly what it is. The reason most may get a divorce or many relationships don't last is because people haven't weighed their options or what they want in a person. Instead, they are quick to call a person bae, then try to conform them into another person through various means. Also, when you are picking that person to be with, you look for that person who meshes with you the most. Being that this person may have the least baggage or the most things in common or similar paths they want their life to travel. Some people will have a better chance to find the proper mate if they did better research and weighed their options better. Competition goes both ways. If I think something is amazing, I'm sound enough to know that I'm more than likely not the only person that thinks so. So from there, I'll try to appeal to that. If I want something great, I have to be great or appeal to greatness also. I'll compete for for what I want, just like we all do in regular life. About the key, I gave her my key for lockout purposes, not to come and go as she pleases. That's some shady she shit. She offered me her key and declined numerous times until she gave up. If I'm spending time with someone, I'm going to treat them as well as possible. I'm not going to treat you half as half as well just because we're dating. Parentheses, I've heard I'm too nice in the dating phase, but to me, that's relative. What's too nice to some isn't to others. You guys definitely have a new fan of the series and brand. And so we kind of went back and forth a little bit, you know, um, and he made a couple good points. He made a couple good points. Yeah. Right. And I guess, you know, just to kind of sum it all up, I think one of the things that uh, I really love about Tequila Tales um, and even just when we were just talking about Tyrese a moment ago um, and just to kind of circle back around that is what we attempt to do is bring in a lot of different viewpoints. There are some things that just even us, we agree with. There are going to be some areas where we disagree with, you know. Um, and even when it comes to like sending mixed signals, I think one of the things that can sometimes clear that up is learning how to authentically and proper communicate with one another. Right. Um, and I can admit that even myself, I, I probably unintentionally send 
a lot of mixed signals. Um, but one article that we didn't get an opportunity to really touch on, but I'll just add a footnote to it, um, was there was an article written by Elite Daily that said uh, six reasons that prove mixed signals do not exist and you're just in denial. Okay. Shit. I know, right? So uh, I'll just read. I won't read the article, but I'll read the points. Okay. One, actions speak louder than words, right? So the basic gist of that is just the fact that regardless yeah. of what a nigga's saying, you know, how they're acting is what you need to be taking your cues off of. Like going to a wedding. Right. Stop it. <laughs> nigga, really? <laughs> I was in the middle of trying to drop knowledge, and you just okay. Yeah. So maybe I go to number two. Go to number number two. two. Uh, <laughs> players only love you when they're playing. So it's at this point sort of speaks for itself. A female or male player might pretend to be interested in you, or even pretend to care about you because he or she may have some sort of ulterior motive. Uh, if someone is playing you, uh, it can create a false sense of intimacy. Eventually, the true colors will show. And it will be around the same time you start complaining about mixed signals, right? Three, uh, when you know, you know, right? So when someone is really interested in you, you will know. It will be clear. There will not be mixed signals. When this happens, it will feel effortless, natural, and easy. They say more. I'm just paraphrasing. Four, inconsistency is not something you should deal with, right? Whether you're looking for something casual or something more serious, if someone is inconsistent with you and is bothering you, move on. For example, if someone you're interested in contacts you on a regular basis and then drops off the face of the earth for a few weeks and then repeats the same cycle, try to not get too frustrated. Simply do not invest any more of your time. Five, most people don't want to put all their eggs in one basket, right? So you may be conf- you may be confusing mixed signals with someone who is simply not focused on just you. From time to time, this person focus drifts to the other person he or she is seeing, and that simply is this person's prerogative. Unless you're looking for a relationship, you should accept that the focus won't always be on you at all times. And lastly, the secret lover is not a thing. Right. If someone is all about you in private, but is reluctant to introduce you to his or her friends or family or take you out in public, there should be trouble in paradise or there could be trouble in paradise. If someone can't show any affection whatsoever, unless you're alone, that's not mixed signals. That's just a red flag. Right. And so I guess to close on this, what I'm getting at is, you know, sometimes we got to understand that. Yeah, some people are trying to lead us on, but I've always said this, man. We all have this internal hidden voice inside of us that's like our spirit. And we go above and beyond and out of our way to lie to ourselves, right? We know the moment that you feel you got to go to your man or to go through your girl's phone, your spirit, your spidey senses have been letting you know this shit ain't right. Right. So the fact that you need that you feel that you need to go looking for a smoking gun means that fire is already like the shots have already been fired and you know it. Mm -hmm. Why can't we just learn to accept that this doesn't feel right? You're not getting mixed signals. You're ignoring 
the truth or the reality of what it is. And I mm-hmm. think that the moment that we begin to take ownership of that, you move away from being the victim and you move into a place where you can start to take more control over yourself. I'm not saying that people don't lie. I'm not saying that people don't attempt to mislead you. I'm saying that by the time you get a certain age, you've had people lie to you and you had people tell the truth to you in relationships and out of relationships. You know when some shit smells rancid, right? If it smells spoiled, you know, if you look at the milk, you smell the milk and it smells spoiled. If you decide, well, let me take a little taste just in case. Bitch, you smelt this shit and it smelled like rotten eggs. It's probably rotten, right? So start trusting your own instincts. Not saying that to place all the blame on you, just saying, Keep your eyes open, right? And listen to your heart. Listen to your spirit. If you're happy with where you're at, then you don't need to go looking in phones and whatever and just accept it as it comes. But if you feel this doesn't feel right, this doesn't feel complete, this is, that's either something that's going on internally with you or that's just an indication that something isn't right. And, 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 and you need to trust in your own intuition. And so that's my opinion. Thank you, Isaac Paul. Wow. Yeah. How thought-provoking was that? That's the first opinion that I agree with. <laughs> Better get your ass out of here. <laughs> That's when I'm sitting here giving you dabs oh, while you talking That's about because oh, I got detox. Okay. I got I got detox I got detox Britney, Britney in okay. right now. Shit. All right. You know what I'm, I'm not angry no, by I the end of this fucking podcast. I liked it. So I, I like what it. you had to say. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening. First and fucking foremost, goddammit, share this shit. So much proof. Every time you hear it, every share matters. Mm-hmm. Just like one of Jerry's kids. <laughs> <laughs> every cent matters. Every, Donate every just five cents a day. See, that's the we'll shit. Share a little bit. You y'all know what I'm yeah. talking about. But you can review it on iTunes. That's super important. Like, don't just listen. Don't be lazy. Yeah. You know, when you call AT&T and Verizon, they ask for a goddamn survey. We need a survey, too. So please review it <laughs> yes. on iTunes. We um, need them stars. Definitely. <laughs> Run them stars. <laughs> Follow us. Follow us. Follow us again on all social media channels. So Facebook, Instagram, to- Twitter, and YouTube at The Tequila Tales. Uh, visit our website to sign up for updates on all of our live shows and check out our videos at thetequilatales.com. Yeah, y'all. We'll see you next week. Peace. This episode of The Tequila Tales Unleashed was produced by our very own Isaac Paul. Original music by Rob Seedsway. <laughs>